get this party started on a Saturday night. Everybody's waiting for me to arrive. I got lots of style, check my gold diamond rings. I can go for miles if you know what I All right, all right, settle down, settle down. Now, James Bond. He survived North Korean scorpion torture camp. He survived the layers of Blofeld, wet Blofeld, even space Blofeld. But tonight, James Bond will not leave Streatham alive. <laughs> Good evening. Thank you all for coming. It's Kill James Bond. I am Alice Caldwell-Kelly. Joining me are Abigail Thorne and Devon. <laughs> oh, you get the, the way that I structured that. You gave Dev all of the like cheap Do one for Abby now. Very funny. It's, like, <laughs> it's like it's like we have you know acclaimed actor and uh, and YouTuber Abigail Thorne. Nothing. No sale. Devin. No sale. And then Correct. also Devon. <laughs> That's right. How are we doing, sport? <laughs> it's it's so good to see all of you. I'm. It's so it's so wonderful to be here to talk about No Time to Die, a movie with a Roger Moore ass title. <laughs> really, really into the weeds. I mean, this is like No Time Forever, Always Again, Only Once <laughs> level of titling. Pussy. And, yeah. Ne- never again, pussy. Only once. Uh, <laughs> I say that to myself every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well, I mean, what is there to say about this movie? I will say that the title, No Time to Die, uh, the reason why it's a Bond title is because they were so pathologically afraid of spoilers while this was being made that they were like, nothing can get out about this. We can tell no one. No one must know the terrible secret. And they did this with Spectre as well with casting Christoph Waltz as Blofeld, and then going, no, he's, he's just a he's just guy, just a random German guy, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. He just has a weird sky, it's like, slightly bored, it's fine, it's fine. It's really, it's fine. Um, so. Yeah, they just called this movie, don't worry. Yeah. They were like, they can't know he dies at the end. We need to call it Bond Forever or some shit. <laughs> No, the, I mean, by this point, the Bond franchise is almost as secretive as MI6. Uh, just for, like, I would say marginally more moral reasons. But So, so, so we begin in, in a snowy landscape uh, in the past. And we can tell it's the past because there's a little girl playing with a Tamagotchi. Um, she's actually watching the French dub of The Wrong Trousers, which is one of the worst things I can, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Like child abuse to do this to. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
sous ta <laughs> mon trousers. Le, le, les pantalons fausses, yeah. <laughs> What, so, do they still like Wensleydale in the French? I don't know, it might, might be Brie, even. Im impossible to tell. Um, C'est bon fromage, gomit. <laughs> so so th this little girl, she lives with her, her alcoholic mother in the sort of wreckage of a family in a very nice house. And we find out very quickly on that this is Madeleine Swan, Léa Sadeau, from the previous movie. Uh, and she is Mr. White, Spectre, sort of like go-to plot element filler guys. Pale King. Daughter, the Pale King. Yes. Um, and I kind of, honestly, I kind of like the idea of like a spy's family being dysfunctional, right? It's been explored better in other places, but yeah, it, it, this theme will not continue. And this is a, this is something that we can kind of like come back to throughout this movie is it finds an interesting theme and then discards it immediately. Yeah, the theme is that there's like no theme. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's very postmodern in that sense. The, the whole theme of Safin is just, what if there was a guy who yeah, looked, what if, what if he looked fucked up? Would that be crazy? <laughs> Why does he look fucked up? Don't worry about I it. Mean, We've never done that before. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's wearing a no mask. Why? It's because it's cool. Fuck yeah, off. No what do you idea. Want? What's Pull the significance shit. of the fucking mask? Dr. Help me. No. <laughs> We have to introduce a guy. A guy appears over the horizon, and he's wearing a no mask, um, and he's wearing an admittedly sick all-white sort of like combat outfit, and he has a mm -hmm. gun. And what he does then is a fantastic lesson in how to network. <laughs> That's right. Because he breaks in the house, and he delivers a very clear, very concise, you want to start a job interview this way, right? <laughs> By breaking in with a gun. Yeah, by breaking... I mean, Absolutely. That's, it really increases your chances. Um, that's how Dev and I got on the podcast. That's right. It was terrifying. Um, but no, he, he, he begins with, state your name, Lucifer Safin. Come on. What? What? Such a first draft-ass name. <laughs> so good. Oh, oh, let me tell you about the first draft of this movie. In the first draft of this movie, he was going to be wearing Siberian bear-fighting armor. That is not a joke. What? He, he was Who fucking made the decision to scrap that? <laughs> what is their fucking address? Also, Dev is going to buy some Siberian Yeah, for the next right live now. show. Next live show that yeah. we do, just clanking out onto stage. <laughs> but no, he introduces himself. Because if you're going to fight an unarmed woman and a small girl, that's what you need. <laughs> and he still fucks it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Lucifer Safin. Uh, you, your <laughs> husband, Mr. White, the Pale King, killed my family. Therefore, I'm gonna kill you and also your kids. And so he, he kills Mr. White's wife, Mrs. White. Um, Mrs. Wife. Mrs. Wife. She's not but, even named. Just whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, she's just fridged. First ten minutes. After, easy. To be fair, after they came up with Lucifer Safin, they took the oh, day off. Yeah, I like, mean, that's... Fucking, we did it, boys. That, that's a lot we of energy. This that's shit. a lot of energy to use on a name. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, but if you've, if you've listened to our, our Jason Bourne episodes, you'll know something about spies. And the thing about a good spy is they always keep a concealed pistol in their house... <laughs> In a really, like, awkward place, ready to kill someone who ambushes them. Now, in the Bourne movies, that's, that's a fridge gun. Mm -hmm. it's in, it lives in a mm -hmm. guy's fridge. Gotta keep the gun chilled? Exactly. 
Um, I love a gun, especially when it's served at the correct temperature. God damn it. Served at the perfect temperature, 38.2 degrees. Um, (laughs) But no, Mr. White has gone a step further than this even, because he doesn't have a fridge gun. He has a cupboard underneath the sink gun. Yeah. And, And this is on a little rack, too. Like, he's ready to, to grab it, which is very funny, because I imagine someone breaking into Mr. White's isolated home, and him going, Do you mind if I do the dishes? <laughs> Give me a minute, hang on, I need to... Yeah, I, ha- I have the fairy liquid right in here. Aha! The, the fridge makes more sense, can you be like, oh, oh no, you're gonna kill me. Well, would you like a drink first? Because I can just... <laughs> what the fuck? How are you gonna get to the sink under... <laughs> you, you it's just... like, smooth, like, you wouldn't deny a condemned man. A chance to wash the dishes. His, Would you? His l- one final washing up before you kill me, Mr. Saffin. I, I promised my wife I would. Just, she's going to be so upset if I don't my, do my it. My wife was bleeding out on the carpet next to me. She's she's going to be very upset. Um, so so a young Madeline, she picks up the sink gun, tries to hide from Saffin. He's stomping around in his no mask. The way he's introduced, incidentally, is um. He he walks up in the creepy no mask to the door of your nan's house. <laughs> it's literally it's the same kind of gutted glass door, and it's just great, fantastic. It's like a bathroom window. He's like a, he's like a bogus gas inspector. He's going to defraud <laughs> some OAPs. But so she ambushes him and she shoots him several times. Bang! And the dirt is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> she 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 sillet bangs him. He falls. He falls off a staircase and lands pretty heavily on like a hardwood, very tasteful hardwood Scandinavian floor, right? And and so there isn't really an, an IKEA instruction manual for this, right? But she just drags him outside, I guess. Um, yeah. She bra- she's broken his mask, and you can see that underneath his mask, guess what time it is? It's facial deformity time. Oh, yeah, baby. We, we love... D- don't woo that, you... <laughs> yeah, can I, can I get a big woo for facial deformities? Unne- <laughs> unnecessarily added to movie cancelled, villains. Cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. All of every oh, single of one of you are free of sin. <laughs> This is this is our promise to you. The f- the first three rows will get cancelled. <laughs> Unfortunately, Mr. White's sink gun is loaded with tranquilizer bullets. Because after having been shot several times in the chest and falling off the thing, he just kind of like gets up again. He's fine. It's the classic, like, Jason thing, right? He just, like, sits back up and is just sort of... He doesn't say anything, but the implication is kind of like, ooh, that kind of winded me a bit. Because he was shot in the front, and she's dragging him on his back, and there's blood there, so he's been fully perforated. Oh, At least one bullet, and he just goes like, fuck, all right, hang on. (laughs) He just gets like, ooh! I'm all right, don't worry. so, So he gets up, and he chases Madeline Swan onto an icy lake where she falls in, and... In a moment of sort of inscrutable emotion, he chooses to shoot around her and free her and save her life. And as she is pulled from the water, we return to the present day, where Lea Sado, current Madeline, uh, is taking a swim with James Bond in Italy. And 
I, I will say this. This is, this is a fine bit of writing. It's a fine bit of character growth. James Bond, well, the Craig James Bond, Craig Fingersuck, right? His, right. his character has been kind of defined by being unable to tell when a woman ha is, like, has a terrible secret and is going to betray him. <laughs> Even when every one of her facial expressions, lines, and, and like, personal effects screams, James Bond, I have a terrible secret and I'm going to be forced to betray you. And so, to be fair, I've, I've also had that problem in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the second he sees He's her... He's going to tell him I'm a lesbian any moment. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. The second he huh. sees that Madeline Swan looks a bit weird, he just immediately goes, oh, it's another Algerian love knot situation, is it? All right, fine. What's, what's going... You're going you're to be forced to betray me because you have a deep and terrible secret. Fine. Um, so, they're in southern Italy. And Daniel Craig, he's a fine actor, but he's really trying to sell James Bond as happy. They don't know how to yeah. fucking do it. Shit. Nice, it's sweet. He's like I, making jokes. I don't think he can carry it off. I think I think James Bond is is too too driven a character to ever be able to relax. But what they do is she asks him to drive faster and he goes, We have all the time in the world. So you can uh, you can clap like a seal and go. That's the line from from on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And then you know, I did clap like a seal. Of course, because <laughs> I I just respect George Lazenby and being great. To be fair, the problem they've run into right is that sure. James Bond is happy. Yes, and he has no fucking idea how to be happy. And they ran into this problem with um, Timothy Dalton. Mm. Where he he just affected a sort of like <laughs> little laugh all the time, and for this one, what I like story, Madeline. If, if you if you, if you can if you can all laugh like that from please now don't, on, please don't, please don't, please don't. It would make it, the show much worse. Don't do anything. <laughs> I want to be really clear. You don't have to do anything she says. <laughs> this is when, so, when we started planning a live it. show. She just started saying things that would be there, and yes. I was like, "You can't say this, please." Yes. I, <laughs> I'm organizing I, the, this. The only thing that I've been able to successfully organize for the show is I promised that there would be a spray bottle front and center, <laughs> as and when. And so this is this there is, is a specific scene later on where all three of us will dive for that. Yeah. The, this is this is mutually assured destruction, absolutely. But so I've got one over here under a sink. <laughs> would you would you deny me one last washing up? <laughs> um, so. But he tells her, we have all the time in the world. And then just in case you're really slow on the uptake, it plays, we have all the time in the world. <laughs> just, right. just for anyone who is like, like, wait a second, I know that line from somewhere, but I'm, I'm not going to inquire any further. So they go to the, the city of Matara, where the tradition, and this is fully made up, this is once again the Day of the Dead, Mexico City Parade. The tradition is to like burn little slips of paper containing your, your secrets or your wishes or the past, because this movie has encountered the theme of letting go of the past, and it will, it, again, drop this. Immediately. So, he, he and Madeline check into the hotel, they have sex, it's very perfunctory, because again, yeah. they can't really sell Bond as being happy, so... They he, can't really sell Bond as horny, either. No. Like, they actually aren't really very good at that. He's, he has sex once in this movie, and it's now. He, it's yeah, like, he has he has sex, he, and he's kind of, like, chuckling, like, fuck it, yeah, all right, I'll go along with this. <laughs> so, 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 see where this is leading. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, hang on. Yeah. 
This is like like a man who has had the concept of sex like loosely explained to him once, and it's like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll give that. A, I'll try anything once. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the next morning, Madeline puts on her sort of psychiatrist act again, and she goes, "Listen, you have to let Vesper Lind from Casino Royale go. She's buried here conveniently in this very city where we are now." So girlfriends are always doing this, bringing up your ex and specifically telling you to let go. They always do. I love doing that. Bringing up the mausoleum of your ex. Um, yeah. So Lena very. She looks straight into a camera and just like states the. the, the give me a second. James, she states the, I will only love you if you go to no. next location. She's like. She just states the theme of the movie. She just looks, she's like, nothing's really dead. And I'm like, oh, fucking okay, all right. Except you in two and a half hours. <laughs> and and, and I, if you do this, if you make peace with the memory of Vesper, then I will tell you my horrible secret, I'll which is... try sex again, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come on. <laughs> I will tell you my horrible secret, and they're really hyping up how horrible the secret is. I mean, let me tell you, right, they have... Do I have this drop here? This is so fucking awkward. Do you want to put that on the other side of you? No, it's fine. And when her secret finds its way out, and it will, it'll be the death of you. Let me tell you right now, the the secret is not that big. The the secret is like, I once met a weird guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The secret is just... Met a guy one time. We have we have seen the secret already, and the secret is saw a guy. It, 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 the it secret was... took one scene to t- like get us completely over on. It's it's not yeah, we, that we much. We are on board with it, but crucially, one sentence. Crucially, James isn't, and so he thinks it's the worst possible thing imaginable. So he goes to the the cemetery, and at this point, there are some guys hanging around with slick back hair, open open shirts, and sunglasses, which. Every single one of them is on the phone at that moment going, in Italian, yo, James Bond just walked in here right now. The most suspicious-looking motherfuckers alive. These guys all have, like, closing the hench app as he walks up. Like <laughs> just like, yep, think I've got a new gig. Um, so so he, he asks one of them to take him to Vesperlin's tomb. Big stone tomb. And he has he has a sort of emotive moment where he I says, "I really like this moment." He, sa- he says, "He says I'm sorry," and he says, "You know, he says, he, I miss you." Like, yeah, he, for James Bond to say that it's really sweet. Yeah, he asks he asks her for for her forgiveness, and then trying to gin up a Mitchell bit. Uh, see I if we mean, can. look, what happened? What if it? What if it was Mitchell's grave? Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, yeah, would that, that would be, be cool? funny. Just imagine that, we that said that. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, you remember. remember Mitchell? So if you could all do the Dalton laugh, please. Don't don't. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got the meeting out of my hand now. I can just do this. Um, so, so he has this big emotional moment, and he notices there are fresh flowers on the grave, and a little card. And the little card has an octopus on it, almost as if it had been planted there by the author of all your pain. He, he, has, he has written a little greeting card. That's he's what he's the author, author of. <laughs> the, the, the author of a, like, a signed small business card that just says... Lol. <laughs> Just turns it over. It's got the cry laugh emoji on it. 
These, so, these days, legally, every action film has to have like one scene where an explosion goes off and then the sound gets weird for a little yes. bit. So it's really nice that they did this before even the credits. They he just get, got it gets, out of the way. He gets fully hurt lockered. Um, yeah. what, what happens this, is... This plan with Blofeld works perfectly and the bomb goes off right in James Bond's face. Yes. It doesn't kill him. He's fine. No. I would have used more explosives. <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to say, I mean, you know where he's going to be. He's not even three feet from from this tomb and he just walks it off um he's like a little tattered yeah. he's like mildly buzzed by it yeah he, he he's deaf for like a minute um <laughs> and he, he tries to call madeline oh, to be fair i, I want a really nice mm. touch here is that the music that starts like the action music is also like a little low past mm, which yeah. I, I quite liked i thought that was fun. sure i want to up top so this movie is made like really well yes Every shot is fucking gorgeous. The people yep. who directed it, shot it, edited it, knew what they were fucking doing. Yes, they and did. they tried their absolute best. The problem That's is... premeditation. The problem is, it was written by the same two slur that wrote every single fucking Bond film. I don't have a beat. I can't cover you. Yeah, I can't either. Uh, every single Bond film since fucking, like... What was the one with the anarchists? Oh, the, the, the world is not enough. Is not enough. Gang, Ev- yes. Yeah, every film since then has been written by the same like three guys. Yeah, Purvis and, and Wade, Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. Um, and I thought that was a joke tonight. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> they better not be. <laughs> they better not show their faces. <laughs> they don't. Yes. So. Bond then starts running. We see that the phone is off the hook because every single one of the hench guys has immediately booked it, right? They're, they're, they've gone to get changed into like slightly darker shades and all pile into one car with submachine guns. And then, then we see our, our chief henchman for this film and we're going to need yes. you to woo because we have facial disfigurement number two. Let's go! Before <laughs> we've even had the opening credits. This, this guy's name is Primo, right? But Bond... Bond calls him Cyclops. That's just a nickname Bond makes up for him. He, he, he builders that, like in he, the yeah. credits. <laughs> he just it's calls Primo him a, slash Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's like if like you were credited as Devon slash dipshit. <laughs> I, that. I'm not upset by that. Don't pretend I'm emotionally affected no, by I, that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spend the next hour and a half hurting Ooh. your feelings. And incidentally, incidentally, talk about the movie No Time to Die. Um, Fucking empty. <laughs> I know where you keep your squirt bottle. <laughs> so, clearly, what Blofeld has done Right, is he's he's been on the, the the teams meeting to plan this, right? And he's gone. Okay, so we put a big bomb in the tomb where we know he's going to be, but we know that won't kill him. So what we should also then do, what you should do after that is you should get in a car and you should shoot him with the submachine guns that also don't work. Yeah, it, genuinely, like there are gunshots going off for like five seconds before he like that's like, notices. The, that's like <laughs> the like welcome messages to just like spray the bridge that he's on with gunfire to no effect whatsoever. The bridge is like thinner than this stage and he stood there and he just does not like... No, no, no sale. There's no not sale. even a sense of danger. So we get our first big stunt, which is uh, Primo slash Cyclops is, is on a dirt bike. There are four guys in a car. They're closing towards him and so he simply jumps off the bridge, grabs a wire and like swings, right? Mm. Um, and then he, for like what feels like the 60th time in the series, Clothes lines a guy off a motorcycle. <laughs> this is this is primo. 
Now, Primo, Primo is fighting. He's, he's like, Bond is strangling him. And... Oh, he has a bionic eye. That's why he's called... Yes, he has one bulge so this eye. Will, this will come up later. Yes. Christ, will this come up? But, but so, so, at this point, I, I don't mean to hype this up too much, but I realized that I could create a drop that was so powerful that the first time that I heard it, I, I, I was laid out for a full minute. I was trying not to spoil it for these two, but unfortunately, uh, Soundcheck got in the way of that. But he, he, he's grabbing the guy, and the guy says to him, a great pog day. I've got to tell you, the perfect sense is regards. And I've got to tell you, <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> you fuck. She kept this secret from me from so long. She tried to play it to me one time where we were on Discord, and I left the call immediately. Just left. Just left. You know what? Fuck it. I'll give it to you again. In fact, a great pog day. I gotta tell you that perfect sends his regards. <laughs> and and he tries to sell him on on the idea that maybe Madeline is the one who betrayed him because she's a daughter of Spectre. He knows this. He, yeah, he like, knows that's this. how we met. Like the yeah, the whole plot <laughs> of the previous one is predicated on the fact he knows that this is the daughter of a Spectre guy. And he like charges into the hotel room and he's like, how did they know that I would visit the grave of the woman I haven't shut up about for 18 fucking years? How did they know? And it's like, any, I could have fucking told you this. How? So you drive an extremely distinctive car. How, how, Everyone how, it drives past is like, that's James Bond's car. <laughs> how could Spectre, the notoriously wealthy criminal organization, afford to keep four Italian guys on payroll <laughs> for years? It's just sort of a make-work program at that point. Um, but so, yeah, it, what happens then is he, he pushes her into, into the DB5, and then if you've ever had the experience of being in traffic behind a couple who are having a row in the car in front, mm. that's a transcendent experience. Would be uh, made a lot worse if the couple had machine guns in the wings of the car. Yes, yeah. I mean, they really do try to make it like a scene of like emotional... Tumult, right? Because um, Blofeld calls her mobile phone and tries to sell yes. it. She's like, "Thank you so much for all your help. Like, you've been so loyal to me all the time. Thank you very much." He just says like cryptic bullshit to her. He, for no he, he literally, She's like, I don't know who this is. He, this he is, says, "Your your sacrifice will be our glory," which is like pretty obviously. I am framing you for this, and it will help us. So thanks. But but Bond is Bond is like properly sulking about this. Um, He's so mad. He won't even talk to her, really. Um, and then in this, in this sort of like emotional like, scene, I can't believe you did this. We had sex. I assume that's what that was. <laughs> we, 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 we did something. It was, it was. You touched weird. my pee pee. Come on. <laughs> this yeah, genuine. He like he gets cornered, and she's like, James, please, like he. Primo is there, and he's fucking shooting at like the bulletproof yeah, that's what windscreen. She said, James, please, not in front of Primo. <laughs> she's like, James. Primo from the movie No Time to Die is here. You can't... Action figures in stores now. You can't... And, like, James acts like he like, doesn't want to start the fucking miniguns. Yeah, no, he, he like, he's he like, does. oh, fine, I'll start them. Shut up. 
You are doing that every fucking opportunity, you know, and I know it. in your car, would you ever sulk about using them? And incidentally, the reason why he has to use the miniguns is because of a joke from a Roger Moore Bond movie chase, essentially. Because we cut to a guy being ordered by Spectre to, like, herd his sheep <laughs> Let the sheep out. onto the roads. And it really fucks with the tone of this. It's like, th- this, this sort of like great emotional betrayal is witnessed by Primo, 50 Spectre guys, Madeline, and a, a shitload of sheep, and their, <laughs> sheep and their shepherds. It's, it's very strange. Um, so, <clears throat> he, uses, he uses the Gatling guns in the DV5. This is like the big trailer moment, right? He drives, do anything. He drives in a circle. This does nothing. It does nothing. Primo is stood two foot from the car just when gets, it starts, and he's fine. He actually he, just like he walks around the car he, as it's spinning. He's he just completely them. in the blind spot. No worries. <laughs> like, he, he hears them like uh, winding up, and he's like, "Oh shit! James Bond is about to use his special attack. I better get behind uh, like uh, one car." And he's fine. Because yeah, everyone fine. knows every detail of James Bond's fucking car at this point. So like he yeah, starts revving up the miniguns, and Primo's response is like, "Oh." And he just like gets behind <laughs> a different car, and he's fine. It's fine. So Whatever. so so of course James believes that she has a terrible secret. It's not really that terrible of a secret, and he's she has like betrayed him, and he he puts her on a train, and he's like, "You will never see me again." And as he's leaving, she like clutches her hand to to her stomach in the most "I am pregnant and it's yours." Uh, this is supposed to be a plot twist, uh, but From yesterday, y- yes, from last night. I already know. Yeah, she 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 touched <laughs> his penis once. And you know these things happen. You know you can't you can't laugh at the, the risk of these things. Um, I, do, I do love it that nobody ever explained to Bond that sex makes children. <laughs> so he's like completely fucking blindsided by the child later on. What? How did that work? Like what? You're telling me we Why made a baby? Why is there a smaller me? How? Having to show James Bond like a teen sex video, like birds in the bee. It's all very natural. James, James. You, you may notice changes in your in your growing body. Um, <laughs> I'm explaining it to James, and I've sat on the chair like this. <laughs> like, listen up, bud. You're, you're trying to present a less like daunting aspect to James Bond. So, so we get the titles at this point, and we get the song. And right, look, I liked it. I, I like really the song. Liked it. I like the song. When Lena Sadu is looking sad, and then like Billie Eilish cuts in, like crooning, and I, it mm. genuinely did give me chills. But the reason for that is because I'm what is known medically as a fucking rube. <laughs> like, I know I'm a dipshit. This kind of shit works on me. Yeah, it's, it's no one's fault. Absolutely. Um, uh, the titles introduce us to the theme of the film. Um, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> which is uh, which is British decline. We have a lot of images yep, of statues yep. falling down. Uh, <laughs> this is good. This is good that we are clearing. Sadly, this theme also does not come back. No, it's it, what, what they what they do is they go back to the same sort of like textural well here because for three movies at least they've been trying to sell the idea of like a declining empire is something that you express in the form of like Portland stone and raw concrete. And so you have like these big concrete statues of Britannia crumbling. It's very evocative. It would have been more evocative if they hadn't also used this in fucking Skyfall, where Silver lives in a big concrete ruin and then goes to James Bond. Ah, it seems like we both live in a big concrete ruin, James Bond. Yours yours is called Britain. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Great line. 
I mean, honestly, like they've been trying to make this land since since the titles to Goldeneye. Fucking right. With the with the big like hammer and sickle with the like women. All of that shit it. ruled. That yeah, wasn't that the was decline cool. of Britain. Yeah, that was the decline of the Soviet Union. It was good because there was sexy ladies destroying the statues, which they don't yeah, have in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, five years later, Hugh Dennis gets fucking murdered. Yes. <laughs> Someone, someone. I'm like, that's you, Dennis, and he gets fucking murked. I'm like, Cyclops turns up and mocks the weak. Someone, someone. <laughs> Dara O'Brien in a balaclava is sick of his fucking shit. So what happens is we're we're in a skyscraper. A skyscraper. Going Frankie Boyle. <laughs> a skyscraper lab in central London, where the sort of amazing techno CGI Spectre squad show up. And like for each individual obstacle, they have a piece of technology that oversolves that problem. Um, You need to get through a window. They have a couple of little laser cutters. You need to like get down an elevator shaft. They have a bomb covered in magnets. This is sick. (laughs) This is actually sick to me. I think it is. But they also have to get the guy. They kidnap a a scientist called Doctor Obrichev and they steal a chemical weapon. Doctor Obrichev, Valto Obrichev. Let me give you a sense, right, of the kind of character that we're talking about with Valto Obrichev. This is one of his lines. We have big plan, you know. It's, that's just it's like, like me doing the voice. <laughs> I know. This Hello, is... Hugh Dennis. <laughs> Welcome to Secret Skyscraper Lab. <laughs> what? This is, it's, it's like Milo doing Yeltsin. And he's in the movie for like 90% of yes. it. And he doesn't ever stop doing that voice. He's, he's, he is this comedy Russian weapon scientist. He, he works with Hugh Dennis, and right before the, the Spectre guys show up, he gets a phone call from Yutsev Asafin saying, yeah, well, this, is, this is what's going to happen. You should download the data, put it on a thumb drive, and just swallow it. And to be honest, does that shit dry? That's impressive. Yeah, really he doesn't even really get like, a glass of water. He's just down the hatch. Um, but anyway, they break in. They steal, the, they steal this big bad chemical weapon and Project Dr. Project Heracles. Heracles. Yes. They push him down the this lift sucks. shaft and it's got magnet dots. This is so So stupid. he levitates at the bottom. Why? And, oh, and also, sucks. like, they badly ADR him going magnets into it. A- just so you, just in case you didn't pick up on that. <laughs> Yo, it's magnets. There's a lot of bad ADR in it's, this it's, it's, it's bad ADR and bad accents. Like, I mean, again. Just- we have big plan, you know. I, what I like about, we like, big scripts. You jump down, like, a fucking elevator shaft that's coded in magnets, and you are yourself wearing magnets. If they fuck the polarity up, that. That is a fucking, that is a gorse cannon. You just, Dr. Obrashev gets fucking atomized <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> they, they don't give him like any of the safety briefings you get before an MRI even. So like if, he, if he's wearing a tie clip or something, dead. Even any fillings, they've just been pulled through his fucking yeah, brain. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so we also see Jane Bonds for the first time in like, a half hour thriving, moisturized like. in his lane. He's 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 in boomer retirement. Uh, he has yeah, a- the most boomer place to retire, which is of course Jamaica. That's because right. that's where. Uh, who wrote these fucking Ian who is Fleming? These books? Ah. Thank you so much. I've got a podcast about James Bond. He's, he's retired on. <laughs> he's retired on Jamaica. He showers outside like Shrek. Yes. He's got- <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a, 
He's got a cool Shrek shower. Yep, yep, like yep. He has, he has a big house. He has a boat. He has a Land Rover. Um, and it's, it's like very inconspicuous because like the hardest person in the world to keep track of in terms of surveillance is a white guy with a big house on Jamaica. <laughs> So hasn't he got smart blood in as well at this? Yeah, point? they've, they've so from the like nine mi- tracking devices. <laughs> like shoes, he's got like eight subdermal tracking devices. They <laughs> inject him with smart blood every movie. He's more smart blood than regular blood. <laughs> Shit's just like coagulating in there. Um, and Felix is there too. Felix, Felix Leiter, CIA. Yes, C- like, C- we C- need C- you back BFF. for one last job. Yes. Also, I've got this kid with me. Yes. So it was what he does is he. Felix leaves a trail of cigar ash for him, which is the most like flirtatious thing ever. And they really, they do. I appreciate this kind of. They do make Bond a bit of a gay flirt in this movie. He calls M darling at one point when he sees Lighter's friend. He's like, "Who's the blonde?" It's it's very yeah. In in, in his retirement, he's exploring himself and he's finding things. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. So so Lighter says, is there anywhere we can we can talk about this job I want you to do? And Bond goes, yes, what about the bar that every spy in the world is in? <laughs> Cyclops is there. Yeah, Primo's in there as well. Every, James doesn't recognize him. No, not only is Primo there, but also every single shot of Bond in Jamaica, there is a slightly longer than necessary focus on a beautiful woman in the background who is just sort of going about her business, we believe, but she's also in the bar. Um and yeah no come on guys you, you need to be a lot more subtle than this. What's so, extra good is like in the previous scene and I wrote I just wrote Tanner in full caps. He's in there. I don't think he has a line, but he's there, baby. I saw him and I was like, <laughs> that's Tanner. Um, like he he just like get 007 and then it cuts to Bond. But like Bond, Bond's retired. He's not 007. Yes, who's 007? Oh, who's 007? It's it's, it's it's the woman. Yeah, mm. the but woman that we hold on every shot. That was yeah. possible. Uh, also, when we're in London, we see that M is running Project Heracles off the books, and he's trying to cover it up. He doesn't want money pennies to tell so the Prime mad. Minister or anyone. Listen, every every single expression M has in this movie is what I would describe as incriminating. <laughs> he he walks into a room. Someone says, "Hello, M. How's it going?" And he goes, "What? No, I didn't authorize a secret bioweapon." <laughs> He's like Brian Cox in the second Bourne film, where it's just like, I had nothing to do with it. Really? It was an illegal kill squad. <laughs> he, is, he is sweating out of every pore in his body. Anyway, Felix is like, hey, this chemical weapons guy has gone missing with a chemical weapon. We think he's in Cuba. We think that you, retired agent for another country, are the ideal candidate to do well, this for us. Bond loves to do treason, and he loves to work he really for the CIA. Yeah. It's like the third time. And he does point this out. He's like, well, why are you asking me? Like, the CIA and MI6 like, aren't and, talking and, to each and other. And Lysa just good. goes like, because we're bros. Yeah, like, he says I wouldn't trust anyone else with this because of Donald Trump, James Bond. Yes. We, also, we, this kid who's with me is a political appointee, this new character who we've, who's had a lot lo- of lines. Don't be suspicious about him. Lo- Logan Ash, or as I like to call him, American Mitchell. He really is just like, <laughs> I'll check the perimeter. And you're like, he's in the scene too. And you're, he's, he's, he, I wonder what he's, he's going to do. He's got a clock over his head counting down to when he betrays he's, everyone. He, he smiles a lot. He's very affable. He's very sort of white collar. And... Bond looks at him and he says sotto voce to Felix, where'd you get the Book of Mormon? I did quite like James that. Bond saw the Book of Mormon? Yeah, <laughs> and he fucking loved it as well. He fucking loved it. <laughs> 
his ja- favorite. James Bond's one pastime when he gets home from a long day of murders is to go and take in a West End show. Um, he 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 loves killing, and he also loves the mousetrap. He loves, like, he loves the Lion like King. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen enough shows to join on this joke. But I, <laughs> just, I just, just want to register just, that. I'm what also what you want to do is you want to deploy the name Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. No, no it was it's the, the it's the cursed child. The cursed right, child, no whatever. <laughs> so, no, no. James, James, I don't. <laughs> James Bond's gonna be in my play later this year. He's <laughs> opening night, James well, Bond, front row, just really taking it in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he agrees in principle. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do that yet. He goes. He says no. He says no. I don't want to do this. And then, as he gets in his Land Rover, he finds that the distributor cap has been taken, possibly by a, a mysterious, sexy woman who offers him a ride. Um, and I, I, I do like this line. She, she asks him if he, if, if he's in trouble, and he just goes constantly. <laughs> I, yeah, it's very relatable. He's very smarmy in this he, one. He, he just like me. Um, so, but they, so they go back to his. His house. Yes, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have sex for a second time now." He's like, "So yeah, would you like, like to have himself up. sex? Would you, would you, would you, would you, would you like to touch the thing that I pee out of?" <laughs> it's <laughs> baby, I can't wait to. Really? That's why he doesn't I know if he's do gay or not. Is he just he's never had any kind of sex. That's and why so... he likes the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> he's asexual but not aromantic, and to that he is a king. And so, it is actually, yeah. I believe, a sexual yeah. day today. So let's give it up for let's James get a Bond. Round of applause yeah. for asexual James Bond. So so <sighs> what, why is she in the scene? Because I she's don't like, understand the scene. Don't either. get in my way. Also, I've just told you I'm a spy, which I probably shouldn't also, have done. Do you want to thing. get in my way? Um, she's just like showboating, really. Yeah, yeah she, she takes off her, her wig and she takes off her accent. So she, she goes from like sounding Jamaican to sounding uh, like kind of South London. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the woo that it deserves. Very weak. Um, <laughs> yeah, the signal. They're going to have us kill. <laughs> 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 so and and she 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 kind of warns him off because she's the new 007 and then Bond gets curiously boomer again. He literally he he goes kind of like not very courteous, are you? You've broken my car. It's Commander Bond. Address me by my rank. Y- real fucking rank. Yours disgustedly, Commander James Bond RN retired. <laughs> He's mad cuz like the- Helix was like, would you like to do this, James? And he goes, no. And then she rocks up and's like, don't do that, James. And he's like, I fucking wasn't gonna. All right, I'm gonna fucking do it now. Fuck you. you, 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 like, know, you I, this movie would have been like 10 minutes long if she had just left him alone. I've, Let him enjoy his musical theater in retirement. Yeah, he's vibing. Watching, watching the Book of Mormon on a big flat screen. But no, I, fi- I figured peak. out why this scene exists, right? And the reason why this scene exists is because a staple of every Bond movie, every modern Bond movie at least, is Bond goes to see M, and M goes, Bond, you're a piece of shit. I wish you'd been drowned at birth. Yeah, also, uh, immediately please disobey me. Good luck, I love you, kiss, kiss. <laughs> now, M doesn't do that in this movie. So 007, the new one, does. 
she gets to go, don't get in my way, don't come to Cuba, or I'll shoot you in the kneecap. See you in Cuba. You'd better not come to this exact coordinate at this That's, exact time. Th- that was almost verbatim, by the way, if you want to get a sense of the level this is on. So, so Bond, Bond calls M to yell at him, essentially. He, he calls him up and he goes, uh, Hi, M, do you have any appalling secrets that you're currently barely containing? And M's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine, man, I'm fine. What, what How about, are you? How are you? What, what about Project Heracles? And he's like, oh, it's a secret bio. Don't worry about it. So Bond agrees. To- also, we get, a, we get a bit where M is like fucking sweating bullets and he says to Tanner, how's Blofeld? Like, he, oh, Tanner's like, oh, he's oh, in prison. Yes. He's in prison. He's talking to himself yes, every day. I have the drop. Tanner, Rory Kinnear, just looks at the live feed of Blofeld and he goes, he's like this every day. Mad as a bag of bees. Yep. Mad as what, dude? As a, as a what? what? You mean as a box Every of frogs? Mad, mad as a sack of hammers. <laughs> mad as an aircraft carrier full of cheese. It doesn't. What? Mad as a witch's tit. <laughs> and uh, and we so go we go for another five minutes of this actually. We we, we we and we will. We Hell see yes. we see Blofeld in his cell where he's essentially just uh, plotting but doing it in Joker voice, and this fools everybody. He's just doing like Heath Ledger Joker voice, but he's going, okay, yeah, now I, now I want a birthday party because I'm a little birthday boy. I'm a little birthday Blofeld. <laughs> you, 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 would, you wouldn't kill me. I'm a little birthday Blofeld. Um, so, and, and, and of course, M and Tanner are completely unable to divine the meaning of any of this whatsoever. Um, but Bond, Bond goes to Cuba, as does Nomi, the new 007. Um, and Bond meets up with his CIA contact. Fucking <laughs> shit! Shit! Ah! shit. <laughs> Justified. Listen, she's wasted in this movie. It's a really nice dress. I I think it's cool that she has a gun. <laughs> look, it's look. a really nice dress. A, 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 a light misting. We're right, like the fucking the brides in Van Helsing now. I was waiting for that to like <laughs> shoot short out one of the microphones. Um, but yeah, no. So 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 we see Anna Diamas is Paloma, a CIA agent. Yeah, that's fucking right. So, oh go God, on. you're thirsty at the moment. Fuck off. <laughs> Look. She, she's going on the list of like exceptions to the rule. <laughs> she's not blonde she's and she's not American. American. Is she American? I think so. Okay, I, I well then we're halfway there. So yeah, she, she's, she's wearing this like uh, very like high cut blue dress. And essentially the, the vibe she's of her- She's wearing about half a dress. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, the vibe off of her character is literally something we've seen the Bond franchise do with female spies before in the 60s, which is, oh, I'm not very good at this. I've only had three weeks training and my boobs are getting in the way. <laughs> she's, she's, she's very nervous and inexperienced. And as we will later see, the movie tries to like girl boss reclaim this by having her kick ass. And what happens when you write a misogynist character and you try to write your way out of it with and she kicks ass is you are Joss Whedon. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. 
I've been taken in. <laughs> this, 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 this movie, yes, is, it, it's, it's okay. weed mask. Weed mask. I'll tell you that first of all, it is, it is a waste of Andy Armas. However, yes. and I thought that coming out of the theater, but now I've had enough time to really ruminate on this, and I think honestly, seeing how hard the movie sidelines and wastes like Money Penny and Nomi, oh yeah, it's a, it's a fucking miracle she only got one scene. It's actually a mercy, and in fact, her only getting one fucking scene and being this good is fucking Kaufman material. Ooh, you think so? This early? No. You want to call it this early? Okay. Well, she well fuck me the tone then. of the film. She just okay. Yep. So, so, I'm not so, gonna go into that. You, you may be familiar with uh, with Spectre's habit of when it's when it's time to like get everybody together and do some crime, start the killing. What they like to do is they like to hold a secret meeting. They love it. <laughs> Fuck, that worked so much better than I expected. Um, <laughs> so, so, so the previous secret meeting was, uh, w- was in Italy where they had a bunch of fancy cars parked out front. This time it's in Cuba and they just have a bunch of like guys in tuxedos who are just engaged in sexual depravity, I guess is the vibe. Um, right. But Bond, yeah. call, Bond calls it Spectre Bunga Bunga, which is a... <laughs> dated reference. Dated. Really dated. <laughs> dated, yes. Um, oh, he also... We see, that, reference. we see that Cyclops is there. Yes, and, and Bond, well, is like, Bond names what? him. Yeah. But Bond essentially just goes, Cyclops. And he, he also said, disability oh, radar I met him like... once in Italy. <laughs> I met him once in Italy. It was an eye-opening he was, experience. He was, he was very, very, he was very funny, charming, and very down-to-earth, and surprisingly funny. So um, there are, they're my favorite fucking characters in this movie right now, which is the three bold guys that have the eye on a pillow. They're so yes. good. The middle guy, he fucking, he looks like he's walked into this out of, like, the wrong movie. Like, a Jupiter fucking ascending or some shit. Like, yeah. he's... He walks in like an alien in Valerian city of a thousand fucking species or whatever. Like he, he looks like Nosferatu. He's got a cushion with a bionic eye on it, and he's yeah. like, and he's Which, walking around. And Blofeld is like, Blofeld on the eyes, being like, "I'm a little birthday boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little birthday boy. Why, why, why couldn't Cyclops fucking carry the eye around? Why does he have to wear it in his actual eye? Did he like?" I'm trying to understand the process here. Did they take his eye out for this? Yeah, I reckon probably. Or, or had he already lost the eye and he's like, oh, you know what would really complement you know my other eye? Shit. My remaining eye? What if I got a bionic <laughs> eye? Wouldn't what if that I be could cool? watch Blofeld make... What if I could make Blofeld watch me piss all the time? <laughs> he's just like live streaming constantly. Yeah, so absolutely. Like his own eye. There are multiple points where he's like holding the eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> So, so Blofeld's eye is going around. Wow, Blofeld, it's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great pog day. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it. A great pog day. I've got to tell you that Blofeld sends his regards. And, and he really does. He, <laughs> he, he, he sends his regards to every single guy at the secret meeting. And then, for the second consecutive movie, he pulls my favorite Blofeld move, which is... We've got a special boy in the audience tonight. He does tonight. it again. He does it again. <laughs> Guess who's James here tonight? Bond. It's James Bond. But he's learned from his mistakes. Yeah, there's no James windows. isn't upstairs right next to a fucking window this time. He's in the middle of the floor and yep. everyone spreads Spotlight out to give him a little bit of space. directly on him, no less. Yeah. Um, and, and Blofeld goes, don't worry, I'll, I'll handle this. I'm going to kill him with this, this fine mist, this fine... Vapor. It's it's harmless to us, but it it will it will definitely like, kill him. 
Yeah, not great. I'll be honest, not great. We also get a scene of Obrachev like swapping out the, the data or some shit. Yeah, it's not important. Because... It's 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 comic relief. He literally like hides it under his shoe and he's like, "Oops, clumsy." It's so fucking low effort. I don't care. I hate uh, they, this guy. He releases the gas into the room. Yes. and it kills all of the Spectre people, and not James Bond. Yeah, so total, all, all total of the backfire. all of the Spectre guys dying horribly because this is like a, a, a vesicant, a blister agent, and so they they, they start bleeding it's, and collapsing. The from the rock. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the uh, the elegant string of pearls configuration. Um, I hate that. I so, hate that sentence so much. The, the, yeah, <laughs> sorry, would you like me like to say? No, I wouldn't. The the elegant string of pearls configuration. Um, <laughs> So, 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 Paloma and Bond capture Ish Obrachev. At this point, 007, brackets real, continuity 007 shows up uh, and tries to grab him through the expedient of like coming in like Castell in the Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. She just repels in through the sky. Just like, yep, t- I'll take this guy. This. <laughs> There's so many quips. It's just so it's like it's relentless. Just they're like stuck behind a bar and they're like half shots and like it's oh, the smarmiest. Like let's go, gonna need that car. Like it's 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 it's, it's by some by so some margin the smarmiest Craig. Oh movie. yeah, definitely. Um, but so because they know they're gonna get points taken off the smarm for being sincere, so they're like, well, we've got smarm to burn, haven't we? Well, they're they're they're, they're of course terrified as they should be. Of the podcast Kill James Bond. Absolutely. And our patented scum rating system. So uh, Paloma's three weeks of training bullshit drops immediately because it's time for her to kick ass and like uh, kick a guy really high above her head in the face in heels. And like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking like R Bud Dwyer myself with this fucking thing. I- <laughs> no, fuck me. <laughs> Listen, it's a deep cut. Google it when you get home. (laughs) Don't, don't, actually, don't. Google (laughs) images it when you get home. Yeah, and remember to turn safe search off. (laughs) Listen, just if you you want to just go on to LiveLeak on your phones right now. Um, So Play it on the back of it. (laughs) Yeah, can we? (laughs) Long story short. um, Hey, man, nice Bond. Bond Bond gets Operative. Yes. um, 007 escapes. Uh, he, he 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 like fucks her over. She's like left to escape the Cuban police on her own, uh, which is which is fine. She doesn't even shoot him in the kneecap, which she had threatened to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just kind of like a false. Th- I know it's a parting uh, gift. You should. We're, we're we're all upset. Um. So 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 Bond flies over Chef, stealing 007's plane, incidentally, to an oil rig off the coast of Cuba. Where Felix it's like, and it's like a boat, right? It, it's, it's like, like a, a combination a boat. boat, oil rig. Yeah, like fishing boat. That's obviously a spy. Thing. It's it's, yeah. it's a fishing boat that they use to fish for oil. It's it's yeah. <laughs> dragging a big net <laughs> f- f- filled with red barrels. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bond Bond is there. Felix and Logan are there, and Bond's interrogating Obrachev. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck happened in that scene?" Yeah, and Obrachev Obrachev thinks he works for Safin, so he's like, "I just, I, I just did what you wanted to do." Yeah, he's and like, "Hey, good to see you, man. Are we all friends?" Yeah, and we, then Lo- we, we Logan's had, we like, "Oh plan. no, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up," and I was like, "We like, have big plan, you know." Now, <laughs> now, now, Logan is at this point giving the most sort of like imminent betrayal face, the big clock over <laughs> his head. There are four characters in this scene. We know why three of them are there, and then there's <gasps> just also a guy in the corner, and you're like, oh, "I wonder what he's gonna do." Yeah. And throughout the entire thing, he's just going, you know, you don't have to answer these questions if you, if you don't. <laughs> you don't I have to say shit. I am going to check the perimeter. <laughs> it's a boat. What you... 
So he 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 he. That's still water out there. But but Bond and Lighter realize that that Ash is working for as Obrichovas Safin, and at this point, Ash checks the absolute shit out of Felix Lighter's perimeter. <laughs> He, he, he checks his perimeter right through the stomach. <laughs> and then he, he locks Bond and Felix in, like, the hold of the oil tanker. As, as, the, as the boat's going powers. down, they're stuck yes. below deck. And, yeah. and uh, Obrachev and Logan get on a plane and fuck off. Bond and Felix are fucking trading one-liners. They have they have too much banter. It's, it's, yeah. it's Felix is dying, and he's, yeah, he's it, bleeding the out. only thing he is doing is putting maximum effort into just saying one-liners. <laughs> like he's like, I gotta get these out before I die, man. I'm fucking yeah. Done. The quality goes down, but just like he's got his little like mental list of bangers that he hasn't used <laughs> yet. Um, They're unconnected to whatever he's doing. <laughs> he's like been shot, and he's like, Dah. I can't think of a, Bond, a different one. Bond says, "Um, oh, he's like trying to help me. He's like, come on, we've been through worse than this." And mine, I'd say, "Yeah, remember that time that shark ate your arms and legs? <laughs> <laughs> remember when your wife got killed? Yeah, remember that? He he does not. Um, so 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 Lita has a a very emotive death scene, and we go." Two for two on Craig Fingersuck, losing close friends by sort of letting them drown underwater. Yeah. It's like the second time in his life that the person he loves has died by like drifting slowly away from him underwater. Yeah. Which, it's like an odd coincidence that that would happen to the same person twice. It, it, it is strange. Um, it can happen to Jason Bourne as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spies love to do this. Yeah. It's like the only like a uh, pathos kind of death you can have is to is to like drown slowly. Yeah, actually, I think that's probably a really good point, right? Because <laughs> like in a spy movie, if you're one of the main Realizing characters and you get the first kind time on of stage, shot, oh shit, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> Just like, yo, we should start a podcast. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're so smart, actually. <laughs> no, because like you get shot, you can basically just stand back up again. But like if you drown, that's pretty much it. Absolutely. The only other way to they get like, with properly killed in a spy movie water. is like yeah. again to get Obrachev like a fucking gorse cannon into yeah, the Yeah, or, or, or to touch your hand to the metal plates. Mm, that's right. Um, Which are beneath each of your seats. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyway, then we go back to London. Yeah, Bond has a VA Vantage. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be the rest of the film. I, I, I want to talk about the VA Vantage. I don't, don't tell me not to worry about it. I'm going to worry about it because Bond goes to the nostalgia storage locker where, where he keeps... They remember it. So you don't have to... <laughs> Fuck off. I'm going to... This isn't that's a, not a... Squ- it, that's not, not a squirtable offense. It's just bad. Put it down. All right. Put it down. I'm moving us away from you. <laughs> no longer be trusted. I can't. I can't bend that far in this belt, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, he goes. I basically can't. He goes to the. He goes to the storage locker where he keeps the V8 Vantage from the Living Daylights, and this is the triumph of the same guy. Like it has, it has the same number plate and everything. And I just, it's, it's a different storage locker to the one that in Skyfall he went to get the DV5. He's just got cars like it's all over the It's in the next the nostalgia locker down. He's just got like a whole row of these things. Yeah, absolutely. He's got like um, the shitty Sucks. little AMC pacer from um, Live and Let Die or whatever and the next one down after oh, that. That would be better, man. That would be so much better. Yeah. And it's He's like fucking Yugo. The VA Vantage does not come up again other than for you to go, that's James Bond's car. 
Yeah, it's not worth getting mad about because it's the same fucking scene from Skyfall. So yeah. I'm not gonna like repeat myself. But yeah, like, but they couldn't do it with. He just can't just have like a second Aston Martin DB5. <laughs> a second Aston Martin yeah. DB5 has no. struck the James Bond. Anyway, he goes. He goes back to MI6, yeah. and everyone's just like, "Oh, it's James fucking Bond." Uh, and then he meets M, and M's like, "I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I was the mastermind behind all of this, actually." He's also Emma's also drinking very heavily, which gives me the very useful. God, you're thirsty at the moment. Yeah, this is a really like a landmark M scene because usually M is just for like James, you fucking piece of shit, you're an idiot. But at this time, like James gets to do it back to yeah, him. Yeah, he's a James like M, you fucking moron. <laughs> yeah, you piece you of shit. That's this what one M you. stands for. <laughs> moron. <laughs> <laughs> So Fuck, that line sucks. He he <laughs> he wants to see Blofeld to figure out why this has happened, and Emma's just like, no. Um, at which point Bond goes, Oh, you remember that thing we did the last movie where I put the super friends together, me, you, Money Penny, and Q? Well, I'm still in that group chat, and I'm just gonna block <laughs> you real quick. Um, and we're just gonna we're just gonna all get together and and try and arrange this. Now, Q at this point. They come to Q's house, and Q is getting ready to go on a date. Don't do this to me. Don't make me do this. And in the the best piece of positive representation that's ever ever been been granted the gay community, a whisper Good. quiet, a whisper quiet mention of Q being gay because Q just goes, "Oh, he'll be here in a minute, so I don't really have time to do the thing." Pathetic. It's Disney shit. <laughs> it's absolutely it is, it, like it Disney may, shit. May it's as that well Disney have been a shit where they like scene. they do a fucking like post where like this is the first ever openly gay fucking character in Disney, and it turns out that like the voice actor just sort of improvised <laughs> yeah. the wrong gender or Q, some shit. Q, Q has like an easily editable out like rainbow flag sticker on his laptop. Or something. That's a that's a Mitchell's versus the Machines reference. Um, everything in the Mitchell's versus the Machines is very gay. It's like actually. Star Wars, yeah. where they have the kiss and then it immediately impossible. cuts to like yeah. gob shit out of the space. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, I love that fucking slug, dude. <laughs> they cut a bunch <laughs> of the slug scenes as well, actually. So, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be slug community is going to be really upset. <laughs> um, but Q says this, then we get the live slug, slug reaction, data. and then we come back. <laughs> and they're like, can you d- decrypt uh, can the you do data? Some, some, oh, because they got the, they got the little I, I feel, This movie is so fucking hard to follow. Like, I've watched this movie now three times in preparation for this. Thank you for that vote of sympathy, by the way. And, um, yeah, I heard that. And, and genuinely, in the green room before this, more than once, I was like, the fuck happens in this movie? <laughs> There is what what re- happens in the movie No Time to Die? It just slides right yeah. off your brain. The, they do a... They'd, oh, okay, yeah, now I know what it is, right? Because they, they're like, oh, Blofeld will only talk to his psychiatrist. Whoever that could be. I wonder who that could fucking it's, be. It, it, it's, it's the same... It's gen- one hanging psychiatrist character who it's, we haven't it's, used yeah, yet. Yeah, it's the gender psychiatrist guy from uh, <laughs> Quantum of Solace. You imagine yourself as a little birthday boy when you jack up. <laughs> 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 do, you, do you imagine yourself as Blofeld when you when you jack up? It's the only one he'll talk to. There is a really nice touch in this scene, which is that like Q is getting ready for a date, and one of the things he has on his table is a bottle of wine. And as soon as Bond walks in, he's just like picking it up and like pouring it and just like drinking Absolute Q's wine. Dipshit. He like behavior. gives some to Money Penny, and it's just like chugging this wine throughout yeah. the scene. 
They're, they're, they're almost a believable little friend group. I kind of like it. Uh, so also Q has learned from, from Skyfall and he doesn't just plug the mysterious um, thumb drive into his own computer. He has a special... That thing's been swallowed like at least twice. Oh yeah, he, he's, he's like... Uh, I, this goes You're not in, getting that back easily. This goes into the it has been up someone's asshole computer. Um, Wait, so there's, there's the three of them. Yes. And they've got... The one who actually knows what they're doing. Yes. Um, the other one who actually knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then just like chaos goblin James Bond. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's actually just an M and Q scene. Bond's just drinking the whole time. Like no, he's I'm, barely in it. No, I'm saying that's us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's us? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the hell am I? I mean, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they they get the super friends together, and Q is like, huh, there's some missing data from this hard drive that I can't recover. Um, anyway, time time to go to the next scene, which is, listen, so listen. We, we see we see Madeline again for the first Welcome time back, in years. Maddie. She, she hasn't aged at all, and then, much like uh, my psychiatrist, right, at the gender clinic, um, essentially, someone stops her in the hallway where she works and goes, New patient. He's weird. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's cool to be a psychiatrist because you just get stopped in the gym like, yeah, we've got a new little fucking freak for you. (laughs) Check this guy out. He's fucked up. This dude's got a facial disfigurement. What else about him? Nothing else. (laughs) <laughs> he's got no other character traits actually it's just he's a- weird and it, I guess to her credit uh, Madeline is like you can't fucking say that shit <laughs> you're a psychiatrist you can't just be like yeah he's weird that's everybody <laughs> but to be fair he is real no, he's fucking weird um, it, it's, it's Rami Malek uh, sitting si- sitting in, in her psychiatrist's office just being a weird little guy, I being feel a creepy so bad little for dude. Malik, man. The scene goes on so long. Yeah, and es- essentially the vibe is, hey, remember when you you met me as a child? Well, anyway, because of that, I need you to like do a murder for me. Um, but also, every line, every single one of his lines is like, because we met when you were a child. <laughs> She's like, no, huh? you will have to. <laughs> what? Do something. He is weird. For me. Point taken. Like, get on with it! <laughs> <laughs> this movie is two hours and 43 minutes long. Get a fucking move on! A <laughs> full, like, 20 minutes is just pauses. <laughs> you, you ever heard the, the phrase, not just a pretty face? Right. The, the the Bond villain equivalent is not just a fucked up face. <laughs> and Rami Malek in this movie is just a fucked up face. Yes. He's a floating facial disfigurement. Like there's no character attached to it. Yeah, the, the, God help yeah. me, Rami's trying. Oh, he He's does his doing best his with it. Best, but there's nothing there. I mean, listen, he would have had more to work with with the Siberian bear armor. That's right. <laughs> That would have been uh, fucking sick. He, so, goes, yeah. he goes, I brought you a memory box to help to help us remember the, the time when you met me. And it's he's got the like no mask in there. If that had been a giant <laughs> shipping crate. I've I've got a memory box for you. I've got a memory box and a crowbar <laughs> to open the memory box. Flanking into the appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Coming into my fucking like psychiatrist point, like, okay, okay, where do I put this? Hang on. I, I brought I brought my memory armor. <laughs> 
Do you remember this, Arma? Next, next GIC appointment, you've just got to be like clanking in, like you cannot hurt me while I'm wearing this. <laughs> they have other ways. <laughs> yeah, he, he opens up the box. It's got a no mask, and she's like, "What's the significance of the no mask?" And he goes, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was sick. I no, saw he, it in no, a no, fucking. No, no, he does know. Well, that time when he wore it. Yeah. Yes. He got shot one time. Lol. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so it's so it's like anyway, it's just so obvious that he, he, he's been he, contrived just to look like yeah, how he does, and that's it. He's he's weirdly like possessive of her. This is the part that like Rami Malek gets to kind of like uh, kind of act a bit on, and he's like, "Oh, when you save someone's life, it's the same as 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 killing them. It like binds you to them forever. Uh, therefore, you're like in my power now." Doctors must be really busy. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> And also, I know you have a kid, and I'm going to kill them unless you wear this Odu Nanobot perfume. <laughs> he just like you need to go see Blofeld wearing this, and just gives her a perfume and goes, "Don't worry, it's harmless to you." <laughs> yeah, just it's it's fine. Like, I wouldn't have just I would just wouldn't have implied that it could harm anyone. Actually, I would have just been like, <laughs> he likes it. It's a nice smell. <laughs> it's it's a surprise. It's a surprise perfume that will really like. He's my his... friend. He's. If I my was Madeline. Friend. I would have just not worn it and then gone back to him and gone. Didn't work. <laughs> but she 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 agrees to do it, and then we see uh, Emma's just hanging out by the Thames when when Bond talks to him again, and th- they kind of have this like kind of father son bonding thing. And M has this baffling line, right? He says, you know, saving the world and shit. Uh, I believe in defending the principles of of this. And then sort of gestures at nothing in particular. South Bank. The Thames. I, I believe in defending the principles of the South Bank. I have given my career. That skate park, it's cool, man. To, I don't know. Like, to, I have given my, my life to the principle. Always overpay for beer. <laughs> I will die for the London Eye. The si- the sixteen pound pint. I that that is something that oh. I would give up my life to protect. I go one beer, please, and they go that'll be twenty quid, and I go God save the fucking queen, and I slam that twenty pound note on the fucking table, and I say keep the change, and they go that's not enough actually, sir. <laughs> I mean, you, you can make a serious point here, which is that we, we uh, the left, have so successfully triumphed over British patriotism that now a movie nominally about it is afraid to say the fucking name of the country. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I, I, I believe in the principles of, but he won't say, like, the United Kingdom or even, like, liberal democracy or whatever. Yeah, he it's won't just... say the United Kingdom because in a few years the name will be fucking out of date. He got... I... I believe in fundamental British values. <laughs> to what tolerance, like the Tolerant, rule of the law? Yeah, like, yeah. There is yeah. there is an interesting ideology moment where Bond is like, "Why did you develop an evil weapon that is like supposed to target people's DNA?" And I was like, "I thought it would be sick." Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so good. But also, he says, he says, if it's a mistake, then it's on my head. And I'm like, you are the head of a British security agency. The idea that you would face any kind of consequences for fucking up. 
even a major fuck up. Like yeah. Cressida Dick was in charge of the operation that like killed Jean Charles de Menezes and got promoted. Like the also- idea that you're gonna face any consequences is fucking laughable. It's, it's better than that she got promoted. She got promoted within the police and then she took a director level job at MI6. There you go. It's cool. That is, that is true, Lord by the way. She 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 did she did a couple of years at MI6, then went back to the police. Um, so <laughs> it's fine. So 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 we see that's it, what Heracles it, is. By the way, it's good that those two institutions are like missable, yeah. right? Like those yeah. those two things, you can just kind of like move between the two. That's what that's what Heracles is, though. It's nanobots and it's targeted to your DNA. Yeah, so it's yeah. Targets, it's your, it, yes, targets and, your DNA, and and he was like, I thought it would be like more precise, but actually, it turns out that yeah, everyone this has is, DNA. Uh, I didn't know this. I just found out actually. Just, just, just found out what what DNA stands for. Um, I mean, the thing is, right? Like, uh, this has been done so much better. Like, the, the the looming threat here is like we we developed Project Heracles as like an assassination weapon. It kills without collateral damage, but it turns out it can be used to target world leaders, whole ethnic groups, um, which is not not a thing. You can't... Well, anyway. Um, also, if you get it on you, it poisons your oh, family as well. Just yes. write that down. Yeah. If, if you get it on you, it also kills your family, what? James Why? Bond. Why? Does it doesn't it do ever this? stop. You get it on you, it's in It's in you forever. That's it. There's no, you can't, no, no, you can't get it. No, no, just for Christmas. That's right. You will be toxic to the people that you love most, you might say. James Bond. James, like, James, a theme is occurring to you right now. You'll be too toxic to exist in the modern age, James. <laughs> James, we finally decided what the theme of this movie well, is. I mean, it, it's, it, it is in the titles, right, where they have a couple of double helixes made of Walther PPKs, as if to suggest that violence Sick. perhaps is in your genes. Mm. 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 Clever. That's Clever why they say we shouldn't be allowed in bathrooms. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Then also we get the thank you for that applause of pity. Uh, <laughs> then we get Pause the uh, for laughter. We get the best line in the oh, whole fucking film oh, from, I, from <laughs> celebrated actor Ray Fiennes. I mean, give give me a second to find it here. Will we'll it's okay. How uh, you doing? Q, hack into Blofeld's bionic eye. Yes! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Do we you, want it to be a little camp. It's cool. Do you remember in Casino Royale where we were like, oh yeah, we don't really go in for gadgets anymore. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we're going uh, for exploding pens. Q, hack into Blofeld's bionic eye. <laughs> the way he it just so fucking straight. Like, so matter-of-factly. Like, yeah, if you could hack into the bionic eye for me, that'd be great. I love seeing, like, celebrated serious actors deliver stupid fucking lines. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> We got into We got Ben Whishaw. We got Ralph Fiennes. No, like, Blofeld's bionic eye. <laughs> no, no, you got to sell this. Q. Hack into Blofeld's bionic eye. <laughs> and Q, Q is just like, yeah, right, like, yeah, sure. okay. I'll put it in my fucking bionic eye hacking little like tube that I have. And he drops in there and it goes, Blofeld's eye oh, hacked. Don't fucking like, tell me you, about that shit. I have this. Blofeld's eyeball unlocked. What? <laughs> now, 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 when, when, when it goes. Why did you record that line? Uh, what, wh- why when did Blofeld's name. text to speech. Why did Blofeld <laughs> name the file Blofeld's eyeball? Why is it not like C slash drive unlocked? Why did he call it Blofeld's eyeball? You put your what? name on it. I, I, I have a theory, right? 
And the, the only reason, the only plausible reason I can think of why Blofeld's eyeball unlocked can it can exist is because Q made that in order to like as like a productivity thing in order to reward himself. But it also means that technically, and you're not going to like this, but it's going to take at least three steps to rush the stage, and I'll be off by then. Q <laughs> Q is a VTuber. I'm I'm sorry, but it's true. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you have to die now. I'm sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> are any VTubers in the audience tonight? So, so he hacks into looking out. I'm not seeing anyone with like cat ears and shit. Right here. Virtual characters. So, so he hacks. Someone into... in the front row being like, no, no. Fuck. <laughs> so, so he hacks into Blofeld's bionic eye, and what he finds on there is. Primo Cyclops meeting Logan Ash, and he's like, "Oh shit, that's that's American Mitchell." And now, now I know kind of where he's gonna be, maybe at some point when this plot thread like ties itself back together in a couple of scenes. Anyway, let's let's like bench that for now. Let's go and see Blofeld, who is in Belmarsh Prison. Um, it's it's the first. Why did Belmarsh Prison get a woo? <laughs> who here from Belmarsh Prison? <laughs> Here, recently escaped. <laughs> the gods are on a night out, <laughs> and they're here tonight. So, so Big we fans. have. This is the first time that Bond and and Madeline have seen each other in five years, and Bond is fully like he it's eats so shit good. on this one it's because so he's good. like, I'm I'm not gonna be turns the corner and sees her owned. <laughs> Perfect acting moment. They haven't seen each other in years, and she's transitioned in the meantime. She looks really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> very, very awkward. Anyway, you look great. So, so Not we also <laughs> we also see her in the bathroom, very nervously putting on the Odin nanobots, right? And what what's what's hysterical to me is Nomi is also in the bathroom. She comes out and she goes, "Oh, maybe we can go and see Blofeld now if you're done with your very important preparation." And I I just. She doesn't notice that, that um, Madeline is terrified, right? Spraying this shit all over herself. And I just wonder, is that kind of like insensitivity to women something they just shoot into you like the smart yeah, blood when you become 007? When, when you get 007, a woman could be just like, I have a secret right now that you need <laughs> to know about within like the next five minutes. Yeah, she just fuck did, up no, completely. And no, she's just like... like Taking your time, aren't you, bitch? Uh, but, but <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what do you put mean? On much, idiot. We haven't really mentioned Nomi much so far, and don't worry, that's because she's not a character. No, no, she's, she's just sort of she's here as well. Around. Same with uh, worse with Money Penny. Worse with yeah. Money Penny's just yeah background also, scenes. Yeah. It's, it's tragic. Remember how we like gave Money Penny an interesting story and and like something something to do? Well, now we've sidelined her because we've put her on desk duty and we can't figure out a way for that to advance the plot other we, than we have, have made her 007. Yeah, we have well. cast the most black people since in a fucking Bond film since Live and Let Die. What do they do? Nothing! <laughs> They're there in the background. It's like if we had just a black person on stage with us stood there doing fuck all throughout the entire thing and then we came off and we were like, we're fucking great, aren't we? <laughs> Like, Chris, do you want to come mean? on? <laughs> Dude, please don't. <laughs> I feel bad about that sentence already. <laughs> but it's fucked up. It's so rude. It, it is. It is fucked up. Um, and the worst thing is they've only been calling Nomi 007 thus far. Yes. And that becomes a real fucking problem later on. 
Uh, don't worry, we'll, we'll get rid of that. So first, Blofeld is Hannibal Lecter. Blofeld is Hannibal Lecter, is and the way in which uh, you know are the, are the lambs still screaming, James? But the, <laughs> essentially, what happens is you go, you go into a little ante room, and Blofeld is delivered to you. It's, just, it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. I'm trying to play off as like I've, dramatic. I've brought a memory, Blofeld. <laughs> He it's gets, like a suitcase at the airport. He, comes, <laughs> <laughs> he gets slowly delivered via ski lift, and they're just like, "Holy shit, this is dramatic!" In, in like a perfectly tight corridor. So I just wonder, what, like, what if one of the rollers just stops, and he's just like, he's stuck halfway down, just sitting he's there, completely like, like stone faced. <laughs> so James. <laughs> so so, Madeline Madeline freaks out. She leaves. On the yeah. way out, Bond touches her wrist. That's crucial. Um, yeah. And then, then Bond does a kind of curious... Toxic masculinity. Mm, Bond does a curious reversal because he says to Blofeld, so Blofeld, what's the deal with this movie? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Blofeld... Blofeld's like, we're not so different, are we, James? Yeah, Bl- Bl- Blofeld goes, so James, I'm not going to tell you what, what the deal is with this movie because you should talk to Madeline. She knows all the answers. She is the one who has the like terrible secret, not me. The author of all your pain. No, no, no. Now, now she's the author of this bit of your pain. <laughs> she wrote the sequel to your pain. Y- yes. Yeah. Um, and she did the DLC. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and so his line is like, And when her secret finds its way out, and it will, it'll be the death of you. Okay. Yeah, yeah the secret really is I met weirdly. a guy once. Met a guy, met a guy, and <laughs> she, she she won't say that she met the guy. Um, so so Blofeld then goes, okay, well listen, I, I'm gonna at least tell you something, which is it was me all along, the author of all your pain. She, it's like no, it, no, you didn't, motherfucker. Shows, uh, she didn't betray you. I just made it look like she did, and I just I just put a shitload of explosives where I knew you were gonna be. Not enough to kill you though. Um, crucially, but they did just some, and and like four to six Italian guys. Um, yeah, it, it's implied that like Blofeld knew he would survive and just kind of wanted to fuck with his relationship. Yeah, like it wasn't an assassination attempt. He just knew that Bond would be like, "I can't believe you've betrayed me." There are like easier ways to do that. Like he could have made it look like she cheated on him. He could have sent a honeypot agent so she really did. Like there's a lot of. I feel like there'd be easier ways to do this. I yeah, realize the James franchise Bond, I'm talking about, even as I'm saying podcast. the word. It's also just like really haphazard that his plan is to phone her up and just be like, great work betraying <laughs> James Bond. And imagine that he's going to buy it. And he does because he's fucking an idiot. But like, <laughs> Also, <laughs> crucially, Blofeld's in this little like glass box, right? And then when he's about to push James's buttons, the little window just goes down. <laughs> Just so, just so he's like easily within grabbing range. <laughs> to be fair, though, like I, I really like Daniel Craig's acting in this scene. Sure, he, he really fine. sells like how hurt he is when Blofeld's just like, oh, I got you to dump her, and there was no need for it. And he's just like, fuck you, man. And he like starts trying to throttle him. Yeah. At which point Tana appears, and he's like, stop trying to throttle the prisoner. You've broken the one rule that we never <laughs> ever break in British prisons or MI6. We never <laughs> ever do this. Bond, get away from that man's hyoid bone. <laughs> I, I, I do like the sort of the intensity which, with, with which Craig plays that, because he's, he's about to like grab him, and he just goes, die. Like he doesn't like hype it up at all. He's not like he's just like die and okay. Yeah, he doesn't you, give like you, a you one liner. He's just like it is time to start the killing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> You're he, gone, son. He has embraced Devon thoughts uh, and yeah. 
So as as Tanner is going, listen, you can't just fucking throttle a guy like that. We have to make sure all the cameras are off. We have to put him in a cell with like an Italian ex-cop. Um, it, it's 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 weirdly specific. Jimmy Wang, you in here from Hong Kong to beat him up special? Oh, rest oh, in rest peace. Rest in fucking peace to that. Yeah. This, this show, show dedicated to his memory. Um, nice man. He's kicking the angels' asses now. <laughs> he's he he's he's up there now, killing the Australians in heaven. <laughs> Australians in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Please let me be on Bunta Vista. It's like a, a Steve, Steve Irwin in a hand-to-hand combat battle with his life with Jimmy Wang. Yeah. So. As yeah. as this is happening, Blofeld just dies. He dies just off screen. It's they turn around like, oh, It's not even particularly horrible. You know, like his face gets a bit puffed up. Like I've had worse fucking acne. He just yeah. he, he just goes. Ugh. They had <laughs> Christoph Waltz for one day. <laughs> <laughs> they turn around and like, oh fuck, we built this whole fucking like stairlift system shit for this guy. <laughs> How do you get him out of there? He's just stuck in there. Also, he's like a rat in the wall. Though, they built him up for like the whole movie. It's just like he's the guy who's the author of all yeah, your pain. The author like, of all your pain. They should have done it like he now escapes or something and he's the villain and we didn't even need Saffin, but instead it's just like, Blofeld died off screen, James. Mm. And, Blofeld and died like, on the way cool, back to his home nice, planet. See ya. Oh, well, Blofeld's dead. Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> Blofeld, Blofeld dies on the way back to his home planet. I did that line, and I didn't get a laugh. Sorry, can I, can I just get two laughs off of that with, so you get none? Blofeld dies on the way back to his home planet. Gonna... Oh, look at this. Devin's going to fucking die on the way back to their home planet. <laughs> <laughs> fucking second. Di- died on the way back to her home, Glasgow. Um, so, <laughs> so, so Bond, at this point, just remembers where Madeline grew up and where they were going to go once she told him her secret of having met a weird guy, which is back to where she met the weird guy in Norway. Um, of course. And he, he they follows... They not have that many sets. He, he, and he, they're <laughs> making it work. It's fine. Don't worry. He, he follows her back to Norway, and I feel much like Jason Bourne, much like Matt Damon demanded one scene of acting. This is, this is Craig getting to be like, okay, can I not fucking... Can I imbue James Bond with some shit right here? For one scene, maybe, please... Um, and so, so he, he goes to, to Madeline, he, he meets her, he tells her he still loves her, uh, and that he like knows that she didn't betray him, and she goes, hey, check out this five-year-old kid that isn't yours. Yeah. Right, you guys, okay. Right, o- scene- right after I got on that train, I touched another guy's penis. This scene when he turns up and he's like, I don't regret any of the time we spent together. Like, I really love you. It's it's, it's really good. beautiful. It's good. He good. does it really well. It's getting it's very sincere. But I, and this is also the point where I noticed something unfortunate, um, which is that the filmmakers are doing this thing where in dramatic scenes, the actor's face will be in very tight focus. And the further away you get from the face, the more blurred like things. So things at the edge of the frame are very, very blurred. Um, however, unfortunately, on Madeline's shots, on the reverse shots, the two things that are in absolutely pin sharp focus are her face and her breasts. <laughs> They're the only things that are in like absolute laser sharp focus. And I'm like, did yeah, you, Bond vision. Did you? <laughs> he wouldn't see the face. face come now. 
<laughs> he's talking about it's just perfect clarity here. And then as you can, she's speaking like the adults from Peanuts. It's a really, really, really beautiful scene. I really it's like great. it. It's great. He like, we, we see that he is baffled by the existence of Matilde, this child, but he like cares for her. He makes her little pancakes. Uh, and he's like, he's like, how did you make this child? Did it, like, like, what's this tiny person out of you? Did, what, what was the situation there? I mean, did like, where was it before? You think it would be a bit cold for storks in Norway? Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so, so she goes, uh, okay, I got to show you where next location is. Uh, and next location is stored in the panic room that my dad kept. One of them, because he loved having secret panic rooms. Um, yeah, Bond even says that. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like, "Oh, this fucking, fucking guy secret again. Rooms, this guy's got." Huh? There is a, there is a really funny book which he says, "Come on, I've got to show you something else." And he goes, "Is it another child?" <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know how many of them show up at once. It's, it's very frightening. Is it buy one get one free? Do you yeah. <laughs> so she, she, she explains. Who Lucifer Safin is? Lucifer. 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 Lucifer Safin. Uh, so fucking sick. L- L- so fucking cool. There was there was one of you who just realised that. Yeah, just at least there. one of you just found out that his name See, is Lucifer Satan. Oh wait a second! Shit, that's Lucifer Satan. I've seen it. I'm so sick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's all right. Listen, don't don't apologize to them. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm keeping K for it. Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I'm supposed to be, Devon. <laughs> so I'm having a good time with my friends. So, so, I forgot so, what I'm supposed to be, Devon. <laughs> L- L- Lucifer, Lucifer, Satan. His deal is that he was part of a family of poisoners who worked for Spectre. Um, sure. Only. Okay. <laughs> L- listen, ha- like family businesses, not that common in this day and age. You have to like preserve them where you can. And this theirs was poisoning. Get taking your taking <laughs> Honestly, your kid like, to like work experience on the poison farm. It's so fu- like I he l- only got big in poisoning because his dad was a poisoner. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're reading like how to get started in poisoning by Lucifer Satan, and you're like, yeah, some I learned a lot from my dad, and you're like, oh, of course. It's the fucking Jack <laughs> yeah, Whitehall of toxins. <laughs> Uh, none of us are ever going to go and mock the week after this. Neither is Hugh Dennis. <laughs> so, so, but Mr. White, the Pale King, when he was still killing people for Spectre, he turned it around on them. He put dioxin, a real poison, in their dessert. Um, and the thing about dioxin, and in real life also, is that it, it gives this kind of like characteristic facial scarring, which is why Lucifer Satan has a facial deformity. It's not like earned at all. Don't worry, there's a reason. There's it's a okay. Reason. There's a reason he's got a facial. I want to you look it up that... on Wikipedia. Happened to the president of Ukraine at one point. Uh, uh, I want to say Yushchenko, but it might be Yanukovych. Anyway, not important. A couple of films ago, maybe even in the last film, Mr. White was like, "I'm good now because I don't like that Spectre's doing." Human trafficking Yeah, he was doing stuff, the like Lincoln Project. But I did once poison a child. Yeah. Several. Well, well, like, I, I ended up looking this up, right? Because I was like, no, how, what are the rest of the family of Satan's called? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, was Lucifer just like their final child? They were like, fuck it, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, and it, apparently that. that is the case because his like fucking older brother is just called like Gregor. <laughs> and you're like, what Greg the fuck? Greg Satan? <laughs> 
Greg Satan. Yeah, I'm going to Greg Satan's barbecue tomorrow. I it's going to be like BLZ Bob. <laughs> yeah, these are my kids, John, Jack, and fucking Lucifer. <laughs> she let me name the third one. <laughs> so, to be fair, there was a family like that in my school, but I can't say their names anymore because the youngest he, child transition. I don't know her name now. He has sworn revenge upon Spectre, which he's got. He's killed everybody in Spectre and Blofeld. And at this point, he just quit, right? Yeah, he's but done. <laughs> he's he's too dangerous to be allowed to point. live because he made Madeline feel weird, and also he has this Project Heracles nanobot virus thing. Um, More the first one, honestly, like and, the waiting and, of the movie. <laughs> and he lives on a disputed island between Japan and Russia. And at this point, this reminds me a lot of the last disputed island between Japan and Russia in Skyfall, and then the previous disputed island between Japan and Russia in Man with the Golden Gun, and then the previous disputed island between Japan and Russia. So Bond, Bond's like, yeah, sure, I'll kill him. Love an island. Love a disputed love, love island. island. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a shitload of like visa stamps for disputed He's islands. He loves to have islands. <laughs> he loves to go to a disputed yeah, island. He collects all the Russia. disputed islands in his passport just for fun. Yeah, just absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. And then at this point, uh, Q hacks into Blofeld's bionic eye again. I just, I want to, M, like four scenes ago, he just, en M entered sad boy mode and he just stays mm. in that for the entire fucking minute. Cause like they've Punished got M. all the information out of him. So his character kind of doesn't have anything to do, but he's still M. So he's in every scene, but he's just felt like, just going like, this is M. <laughs> just suffering. So fucking, so, yeah. so, so at this point, Bond has warned that uh, several, several cars of flat nosed geezers are heading towards Bond's current location in Norway. And at this Bond, point... We need more footage for the trailer. There's going to be an action scene now. I, I, I wrote down... I'm a bit dry for a bit, Bond. Oh, so now you don't want to do Skyfall Home Alone shit. You don't want to rig up like a bunch of shotgun shells or whatever, kill a guy with like a, some falling moose and be like, welcome to Norway. <laughs> no? Okay, you're just, you're just getting in the car and leaving. Just get in the car and leave. Okay. Well, they've got a child this time to be fine. And then the, there the was a child chaser. in actual Home Alone. Yeah, you got me on that front. I think the kid had more agency in Home Alone. Uh. Well, so yeah, the, the, they they get in the Land Cruiser, and then at this point we see uh, a chase scene develop. This is so funny, and because, so like, much. The, all the the only reason for this scene to exist is because how much do you think Land Rover kicked in for the shot of three new defenders cresting a hill? Hey, dudes. It's like, hey, what's like, up? <laughs> this, the, the, the car chase to me is so funny because like this kid is in the back and is just like going ape shit. And I'm just like, does, it, does this child know what's happening? I don't know. Does he just think Bond is like the shittest driver in the fucking world? <laughs> they, they have no like, idea James how to write. in the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are we going through this forest? No, they have no idea how to write a child or what a child is or like how, how a child should act. So it's just kind of like. This is shit. Yeah, this, yeah. This, is, this is a movie written by someone who would refer to a child as it. Okay, I did just refer to a child as it. Yeah, exactly. It was written by yeah, you. It was written by the, the guy from Shoot 'em Up. Yeah, it was Schmuck. written by that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, this is an action scene. It's good. There's guys on motorbikes. Fine. There's a helicopter. We they hide in the woods. We remembered at least that Madeline knows how to use a gun yeah, from, that is cool. from cool. the previous movie. We don't have to be like... Okay, here is a gun. Shoot anyone who comes through that door. But also, here is how to use a gun. We will forget this about her in the next scene, so don't worry about it. 
Um, Logan is there to his car crashes and he ends up like yeah, under it and we, it's like precarious. We, we get a kind of like it, it, it's sort of like a, a bond for all seasons, right? Because we got some Lazenby bonds to start with, right? But now we're fully into Dalton shit. My man is creeping around in the woods getting environmental kills off of things. <laughs> it's it's really contextual good. shit. He's it's quite nice. He he knocks a guy off a motorcycle with a with a chain from a winch and then he like throws a bunch of maggots. Um, ah. Yeah, um, my sink maggots. It's the sharky. <laughs> so, yeah, and fucking like Logan is just under this car that's hanging over him, and he's just like, "Well, <laughs> all right, James, uh, uh, could you help going, me out?" Boy. And James goes, yep. "Fucking no." <laughs> I am. I am. Says no. Time to die. He <laughs> <laughs> should have said that. Ba-da. Bond. Bond kicks the Land Rover on top of him. Killing him horribly, yeah, just and, pushing up the the unprovoked violence yeah. score on the film, and, and and then and then Lucifer Satan just easily kidnaps, he like hoves Madeline into view. and Matilda. They give Madeline a gun, and they'll just like kill anyone who comes through this door. Yeah, and, she's and then there's just she just runs out of bullets eventually, and the second she runs out of bullets, Lucifer's like, like ah. But with, I've with, been counting with, with 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 the simple expedient of coming from the other side of the shot than all of the other guys do. Um, they just insert a shot of Rami Malek. Like we don't even see them interacting at all. It's just like you weren't even on set the same day. <laughs> yeah, this is this was a pickup, and so he he puts them in a helicopter and books it for the private island and Bond. Why? That's my, why. Because why does he want? Madeline and the child. Why? Uh, why he is obsessed with Madeline, and he's going to raise the child as his own in the in the traditions of poisoning. Yeah, sure, whatever. Fuck it. So See, he's already killed all this. He's got everything he wants. He's yeah, just got. He's just achieved yeah, his life's mission. Yeah, and now but, he's like, yeah. Now oh, I will become a wife. Yeah, guy. He, yeah. But there's an hour left in the movie. He achieves his life mission. He's like, fuck. I guess I met a kid one time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I thought that could be my thing now. I guess. Like I just midlife gonna... crisis. Yeah. So so Bond gets to do the whole Taken thing. Nomi shows up driving an Aston Martin Valkyrie because Aston Martin wants your money. Wearing the dumbest pair of sunglasses I've ever seen an actor subjected to. The movie wants you to think they're so fucking And I remember the ski goggles that they made him wear in Spectre. But she, 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 she offers him a ride to an RAF transport plane, which is a little like, hey, you know, have you considered buying a Land Rover, buying an Aston Martin, joining the Royal Air Force. These, these, cool. these are all prestige British brands that are alike in dignity. Um, Q is there, I guess. They brief them on the island, and then the most unearned shit in the whole no. fucking no, movie. Turning to my drop keyboard here, where the fuck did I put it? My notes just say go Devon mode. Yeah, so yeah, so 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 they get on the call with M and 007 Nomi is like permission for Commander Bond to be redesignated as 007. Why? Huh? Hey, we're about to do this really complicated thing. Can we like complicate the communications a bit more (laughs) for fun? Yeah, that takes a degree of like paperwork. Yeah, right. Well, you have to have been living as 007 for two years. Amazing. Wasn't 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 that good? Come on. <laughs> so, 
Kelsey Knowles walks out on stage and goes, transgender. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, you heard of transing your damn gender? That's crazy. No, but like, uh, I actually can't be bothered to this. It's fucked up. This is so stupid. It's not earned at all. Because like earlier on, they're like, all right, Bond, you're double O again. And no one's like, what number? Actually, that's not true. Nomi twice goes, what number? Yeah, she kind of baits him about it. And then they it. continue yeah. to chat. And then she's like, haha, no, what number is he fucking no? Well, and I mean, it's just I can, never I, really I can tell you what number James he's Bond is. No, he's not 009. Because the thing is, he's writing pseudonymously a spectator column. You, fuck you, fuck he you, says, fuck you. the Whitehall Wokarati. This isn't even our joke. May have given me my number back. But now that I have to work with a diverse cast of two black women and one, one gay man. Maybe gay man. And one maybe gay man. I fear that the true number may be approaching 001984. This is hack. Just really going to milk that. This is hack. I I know. I know and they love me cool. for it. Um <laughs> So, yeah, and this this is so clearly just like for the dads in the audience, yeah, and it's yeah. like, wow, James Bond has earned the respect of a woman of color. How? You, you, well, just he, being around, uh, he did. Uh, he, he was rude to her a couple of times. He said the plane, name Logan Ash. Plane. Out of trouble with her boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left her for the Cuban police. Uh, we also see Bond suit up into his tactical outfit. Do you know how bad a tactical outfit has to be for me to not like it? <laughs> now you can buy the tactical outfit. You can you buy. Can. You can buy all of this shit. You can buy the the like Henley top, the fucking stupid the jumper. Yep, you yep, can yep. buy the braces, the tactical suspenders because he's going full tactical dad. You can buy the boots even. You can spend over a thousand pounds on the James Bond store on James Bond's tactical outfit if you want. Uh, One hundred ninety nine pounds to get a terry cloth romper. Custom made for you uh, wow. by Volcano Designs on Etsy. Absolutely. So he, he suits up in his tactical dad outfit. I fucking hate it. It's awful. Um, and they, they, they glide onto the island. Oh, also Q gives him an EMP watch. It's stupid. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't really smart, go in smart, for smart gadgets. It's called Q-Dar. It stands for Q. Uh, it stands for Queer-Dar, and you use it to like <laughs> identify queer people around you. Don't fucking Don't turn that it. on in here. Do not turn that shit on in here. Just a solid the screen tone. will like light, light up like Hiroshima. Like <laughs> anyway, on Q-Dar. Also, we get a scene where Safin is weird to establish he's a villain. It does nothing happens. Oh, pointless. but he does have a fantastic line in this, right? Because he he shows he shows Matilde and Madeline. Uh, the poison garden, which his father made, which has a big uh, like Soviet uh, coat of arms in in concrete above it, because decaying empire. See, so this is his theme. Um, but then it completely undercuts this because the way he describes it is, my father's garden. It was his toxic treasure. <laughs> it was his toxic treasure. She was his queen, and she was crazier I'm than him. I'm actually. I'm I'm so upset that Safin and Obrachev never had a scene across from each other because the power of those fucking voices, those acts, it, an impenetrable scene. It's yeah, no, it's it's, it's his toxic of treasure. Your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic. <laughs> <laughs> so so at this point, we have to give Madeline something to do, and that thing is get drugged. Uh, he, he's just. 
he's he's hell yeah he's <laughs> he's just like yeah this this woman isn't interesting me anymore uh go go make her drink some like tea with mushrooms in it so that she respects me she throws it in Cyclops's eye and escapes. Yeah, and then just like hangs out for a bit. Yeah, Saffin spends his whole time wearing like a fucking kimono. Yeah, it's Mate, all of his flaws yeah. are like tatami, and it's like, what's this? What is the fucking significance of any of this? Well, I would say that it's a rather odd mixture of styles. No, you fucking wouldn't. <laughs> so. He's only got like 80% of a no mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he refuses. He refuses. He's <laughs> entirely <laughs> damn I hate you. <laughs> we, had, we had to work it in somewhere. So, so, so 007 and 007 brackets real infiltrate, infiltrate Safin's uh, like nanobot factory. And I want to talk about the nanobot guys so much because there's, there's Sorry, like, first, there's a- Q, Q's like guiding them through and Q, Q says, uh, another baffling line in the vein of bag of bees where he says, you're at the edge of a toxic merry-go-round. <laughs> Logging on to Tumblr. I've written. Ah, oh, I've written. I've written. Sounds like my love life. Yeah. <laughs> so, essentially, there's there's a room full of scientists. There's a room full of like interior designers and shit who are like helping Safin with his tatami and stuff. And then in the actual like farm, there's. 50 guys in like red hazmat suits whose deal is they stand around and they mop and rake a big puddle. <laughs> the whole floor is just like about like knee depth of something. The movie doesn't even it fucking know like what it is. It has like random lights within it and they're just raking and mopping. And I'll tell you this, it looks fucking sick. Uh, <laughs> don't know what any of it is, yeah. but it's cool. Why do you have to mop the nanobots? They have <laughs> They're just sitting they can't there. Let and the nanobots settle, like, you know. It's one of those <laughs> things. It's like uh, you got to keep it moving. Yeah, cleaning them with a really tiny mop. <laughs> yeah, this is actually technically a toxic waste spill, but they're getting rid of it very slowly. So, at this point, they need to have an evil plan. Yeah. Uh, so Bond learns the villain's plan two hours and four minutes into the film, which is that having achieved everything he wants in life, now he's just like, and also. I am going to release the nanobots and kill millions of people. Utopia did it better. The fucking game Hitman did it better. It's not clear even what his plan is. Well, the thing is, right? Because they had to edit it so much and even delay the release of this film because his evil plan is like releasing a a disease thing from a lab. Like... So, that's why that's why they had to delay the release of this film. It's yeah, and like, then another year fuck. after the Siberian bear scandal. <laughs> I mean, fuck getting those headlines. <laughs> fuck, that's good. So Oh dear. So 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 we see we, we have M running the show and there's there's some diplomatic fallout to the the British intelligence just circling a disputed island, but also, some ships are on their way to buy the nano weapon because Safin's deal is to sell it. Yeah, he wants he wants to sell it. And but let, also kill. Every, but also, I'm selling it yeah, for we're gonna, money. Let, let me, let we me, got a let bond by you. numbers scene, right? Because James Bond goes into the fucking room, and my god, is is Safin there on the ground? Two hours and seven minutes in, Bond just on, on a cushion on a tatami, a little like small table, and he says, "Sit down, sit down." Similar, aren't we? <laughs> sort of. Bond, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I quite like Maddie as well, I guess. I, I, I have your, I guess, daughter. Yeah, he's got the daughter. His threat regarding the daughter is so fucking good. Because, like, the room is full of dudes with machine guns, and yep. he throws a pillow in the air, and they, like, fucking perforate it with bullets. And You'd he goes, like, I'm going to throw your daughter in the air. <laughs> and I'm like... Like the threat that Rami Malek is gonna shot put this child <laughs> bodily into <laughs> this child that's like half as big as him is so fucking funny. So so, but what what he does what he does do, what he does do, is he he achieves he achieves the impossible. He makes James Bond Muslim. <laughs> this seems written for us. Brother James, <laughs> in full subdued, <laughs> because he has him kneel on the floor and like humiliate himself, and I I like this, right? It's like, cool. it's a nice, it's a nice Bond, scene. The Bond, Bond like, tries to reason with him. Well, he well. doesn't. Even, he he tries to reason with him, and then he like begs, he implores him, and like Bond doing that, Bond like uh, debasing himself is good because they've threatened him with that since Red Grant. And never, ever followed through on it. Every time he gets away, just in time to be smug and be like, nah, I didn't have to give up my dignity. And this time he does. Um, albeit as a ruse. Uh, because he, he, he grabs his gun, and then at this point... <laughs> do you this wanna, is also great. <laughs> do, do, you want, do you want to describe what fucking happens? Safin just fucking exits this scene, like... <laughs> He must press a secret button. This is how I wanted us to leave the show. Yeah, just um, straight down. But he just descends immediately into the floor. He has a retractable tatami. He doesn't even get up. He's sitting cross-legged and he just... Zoop, gone. It's perfect. But we also see Safin, Safin business lesson number two. If lesson number one is, you know, introduce yourself concisely, give like a fun fact as to why you're like, that's related to the situation you're in, like, hi, my name is Lucifer Safin. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> Killed my family. Lesson, yeah. lesson number two. Well, see, it's it's perfect. Like concise introduction, fact about self, uh, how that relates to the present situation. That's it's perfect. Uh, so lesson number two: always be on your grind. Be a money engineer. Never ever give up on a deal. Deals are his art form because these these guys are coming to buy Project Heracles. They're going to buy his big puddle. And he's like, okay, I am 100% about this. I, this Bond guy, instantly forgotten him. Don't, don't give a shit. Because <laughs> so he's like, I'm taking your daughter now. And then like, he goes down there and the daughter bites his hand. And he goes, fuck off. Then. Yeah, he, and he just lets her go and she fucking walks away and then rejoins Bond. And you're like, uh, what was, why did you do any of this? He, he, he very <laughs> rapidly you, changes his mind ask, about like, fatherhood. Where's Maddie, the woman I was obsessed with and kidnapped? Nap, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assume Grind she's still in the, in the tea room, I assume. Not going to worry about it. Uh, we got a guy that, on the loose with a gun, whatever, man. I got some fucking that, money to make, that's baby. That's a tomorrow Safin problem. Um, I, I got to start uh, shoveling that goop into fucking <laughs> buckets. They're coming right now. Put it in the jam jars. I, I, have, to, I have to go do deals. So the, we find out that they have to open the big roof, the silo roof of the, the factory, to, to be able to, like, fire missiles from HMS Dragon, join the Royal Navy, a fourth British prestige brand, um, in, directly into the goop. Otherwise, it, it will just bounce off and it won't yeah. be destroyed. So, so Bond calls in a missile strike 
At this point, Obrachev activates racism mode. Yes. This is good. Yes. What, what he does is... Uh, I just wouldn't have said this. Nomi, no, Nomi grabs him, and then he goes, it's okay to kill me because I am racist now. He li- <laughs> He's like... He just, like... He, he starts talking about, like, haplogroups or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah. he just goes full fucking measure head in, like, the last 10 seconds. He's <laughs> like, I don't even need a lab. I can wipe your entire race off the fucking face and of the planet. And he's doing it and all in Nomi's the comedy like, accent. He, he's like, I can destroy your entire race at push of button. Um, it would be easy for me to become very racist all of a sudden. And then he's like, okay, you can go in the big pool then. Yeah, she, yeah, she, find out what that shit does. We don't even know what the pool is. I looked at the fucking Wikipedia page for Obrachev on the fan wiki, and oh, the, the cause of death is listed as dissolved in vat of acid or nanobots. It's both. And like, they don't even know Acidic what nanobots. is happening. Now, what the, what's really funny is she, she pushes him into the nanobot poison or whatever, and he, he dissolves, and every single one of the hazmat guys with the mops just goes, oh shit, this stuff's dangerous? <laughs> they all fucking leg it. They're, They're like, like, holy fuck. Oh, fuck. Gunfights, don't give a shit about that, but like a guy, like, I thought this was safe. I've just been, I've been standing in this shit, mopping it. I'm rocking yeah, like, up. I'm deleting this fucking app. I don't want to be a henchman anymore. <laughs> I'm Zero rocking up to my job hench. at Saffin's poison merry-go-round. I'm wearing full hazmat, top to bottom, standing in this lake. What is fucking dangerous? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? So 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 Bond puts Nomi and his family on a boat, and he's like, "Leave the movie now," which they do. It's, and I, I just want to highlight before yes. before Nomi leaves because who gives a shit what happens after that? Like Nomi, Nomi has just been being called 007 for the entire fucking movie thus far. So now that's not even her name anymore. <laughs> so like everything, like Q and M are just going like 007, and only Bond is replying. And every time I've just written down and and the, uh, you've forgotten the character. There's a character you've forgotten the one. It's very, it's very confusing. So, so at this point, we get into some some action scenes. We get a kind of like a, a, a self suck here because Bond shoots a guy, and it's like the gun barrel thing from the beginning of the movie. And then we just get him like fighting his way up a staircase, and it just like it's like watching someone play fucking Warzone. It goes back. It's all done in in one yeah. uncut shot. It's, it's kind of very impressive. I'm like, I don't I know guess. why. I guess I decided to do this now, but there's it's not cool. really like any sort of reason. James Bond, he's about to get on the boat and leave, and he's like, wait. There's one last disability I've not yet exploited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. There's some motherfucker with a bionic eye. I... <laughs> and I've got a watch. <laughs> the release is an electromagnetic force. And so so he does. He 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 blows up the guy's eye and he's like, ah, really blew his mind. And you can uh, uh, credit cre- credit to this movie for like making this a dad joke. So yeah, at, le- at least least they me. do make it like a dad joke, and M is like, "Yeah, well, shut up! I, I got fire the missiles now, please. Just kill, <laughs> k- kill this cunt immediately. Thank you." Um, so true, bestie. You need to kill this <laughs> motherfucker right now. Yeah, so true, bestie. Fire the missiles. <laughs> um, so I, mm. you know what? Let's not jump the gun here. Let's not jump the gun here. Well, he opens. He opens the thing. He like pushes a bunch of buttons and releases a big clutch, and the thing's open. And he's about to leave. 
when he is shot in the back by Lucifer Satan. It was decided, was actually, back. I don't care about the thing I cared about yep, five minutes yep, ago. Yep, yep, yep. I've changed my mind again. Bang. Easy. It's me, I'm back again, baby. Easy. You just killed James Bond. He's dead. Rest in peace. There he goes. There's like five times where he like dies in this movie and then he just doesn't. So so he, he does the same thing. He gets over. Like, <gasps> I'm fine. Yeah, he he gets shot. They fight in a big puddle, not of nanobots, yeah, just this a regular puddle. This is a harmless puddle. This, 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 this is puddle. Okay. Don't worry puddle about this brackets one. normal. Stop putting up signs. Yeah. Lucifer Satan cracks some nanobots on him and goes, "Now you are toxic, James. Now you're toxic to the people you love. You are. And you yeah. can never see you them. Never again. touch them. Never be near them because then ways, they're, this they'll is like, die. Absolutely. And so, so Bond is like, well, that, it, it seems in this movie titled No Time to Die, it is now time for me to die. I got, I got a. He kills, he kills Saffron. It is. <laughs> he." Don't mind me. Let's. Uh, he he gives a little. He rings them up and he's just like, yeah. No, yeah, I've he got this shit up. on me. Um, he rings them up and they're just like looking at rocks on a beach. <laughs> just hanging out. It's really easy to entertain a child. <laughs> You're like, oh, is that a rock? And like, oh, cool. Still works with oh, like adult hey, non-binary crazy. people as well. <laughs> you can, <laughs> is this a rock? Oh fuck. Ah, oh, incredible. Um, and I wrote harrowing, tragic. <laughs> and I wrote. Cue the fucking music, baby. Oh, we're, we're getting there. But so he, he, he calls them. Very hard to do this with stiletto nails. <laughs> he calls them and, uh, and he's like, well, I can't ever come back. Uh, I still don't know who this kid is or how, <laughs> how, how, how baby yeah. was formed. But I'm going to stay on the island and I'm going to stay on the island while the missiles hit to make sure that the thing stays open and make sure that, that I never, ever have to see the inside of a family court. He and so, this is really the boomer dream, isn't it? And so she tells him, oh, hey, by the way, it's your kid. He's like, I don't know how that happens. That um, what? And oh, fuck, I've got to get off this island. And then the missile. <laughs> and then the missiles from HMS Dragon come towards him. He goes... Oh, that's the line from from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I have all the time in the world. Bang! You just killed James Bond. Oh, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Oh, that's it. Don't breathe. Remain alive. Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. Ladies and gentlemen, you are just a stupid boss. We got him. Did, did I detect a little Sheriff J.W. Pepper in there? Oh, yeah, I, I, I sprinkled a little J.W. Pepper at, 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 at the time, At the time of his death, he, uh, he thinks of those he loves the most. Sheriff J.W. Pepper, <laughs> Louisiana State Police. Fuck. Shit, I guess we're out of a job then. Um, and we, oh, no. we, 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 see, we see Madeline with Matilde, and she's like, I'm going to tell you a story about your dad, James Bond. It's a little story. Like, the guy who can't drive. It's a little story. <laughs> it's a little story I like to call Casino Royale. And She's like, probably a lot of it's not suitable for you, actually, because you did commit a lot <laughs> yeah, of it, sex it, it, I'm going to tell you a story about the time your dad got his dick and balls whipped inside out with a knotted rope. It's a miracle you exist, really, after that. <laughs> actually, that's a good point. <laughs> well... Well, that was a great movie. However, we do have a scientific. We do have a system. science-based system. We do. 
rating how these fucking movies are. And that is, of course, the scum system. I like the li- I like the little scum chat. That was a nice scum, scum, scum chat. I really appreciate that. Scum, 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 scum. scum. Yes. Yes. This no. is just a little preview of what it's going to be like for us to walk the streets for a few years. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, not the first time I've entered a room and <laughs> scum, scum, scum. Now, it stands, of course, for smum, cultural insensitivity, unprovoked violence, and misogyny. So... No time to die. Oh, oh, misogyny got a woo. Interesting. Which which one of you was that? Get a spotlight down here, please. (laughs) Touch the metal plate under your chair, please. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. So... So where would we where would you say this movie falls in terms of, of smarm? I think smarmiest. it's definitely the smarmiest Craig film, it but is. it's also getting points off for sincerity. Yeah, that's true. I I I would say the dad joke with the eyeball alone pushes it to like a five for like, me. The special thing about that is that he went back for it. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking good. Use, using my like second to last radio call. My last radio call is like, ah, you'll never get some fucking alimony out of me. And the, f- <laughs> and the like, the one before that is, yo, check out this shit I just did. I just blew up a guy's eye. How do we, how do we feel about a five or a six? I think like... Without the sincerity, it would be a full seven. How sincere is it? I would he? say five. Yeah, I five? think it's absolutely sincere enough to bring okay, it down. Okay. Cultural no, insensitivity. Down. Well, I mean, he, wh- why does why does he wear a no mask? Why is he wearing a kimono? He's Russian, I guess. Yeah, those things are kind of props. In a being way Japanese is coded as scary in this movie. Yeah, as is that's being true. Russian, which is why Com- it's comedy, exactly equidistant between Japan Russian and Russia. Accent. They're like <laughs> the scariest place which is on like, earth. <laughs> which is correct, apparently. So yeah, well done right. there. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would say it's low, but like by the standards of Bond movies. So like a it, three. It does have to get a couple of points for sidelining every single person of color. Yeah. Four. Five. Killing one. Sidelining six, two. Seven, three? I, How do we feel about three? I, I mean, Dev has just talked me up to seven here. But. I don't think it's a seven. Um, but I, I do <laughs> oh, think so you can So you can excuse racism then, can you? Interesting. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Skyfall was a four. So how do we feel about a four? It's more. It's more insensitive. Well, Skyfall. I would five. Say. Five. Yeah, five. Five. It is. Now it's not looking good for Craig. Misogyny. Misogyny. Ooh. No, I'm sorry. Unprovoked violence first. Oh, unprovoked violence. Um, yes. We've got a little bit the for smooth. Logan. Definitely, he does kill an unarmed man with a Range Rover. Yeah. Um, he also when Safin when he fights Safin in the pool, Safin's like like unarmed and like defenseless. He like un- breaks his arm. Yeah, he like, breaks his arm yeah. and then just like executes him. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, that's not good. Well, he's a little bit peeved at that moment, I think. <laughs> De- depends what we define as provoked as there, but unpeeved. <laughs> Un- unpeeved, yeah. He's a bit miffed. Uh, he's been in with the thing, and he's way like, harder to do that if he had been wearing the Siberian bear fighting. <laughs> yeah, fucking would, hey? That would have been a good fight scene. Yeah. You have to circle around to the back of him, which is unarmored. I always hate those. He's got a second health. Bar. Yeah, he's got a glowing bit at the back. Oh, you have to get around. Oh, and <laughs> How do we feel like two? It's like three? fighting me. Just say like three. Three? Three, maybe four even, because the fucking Call of Duty aspect where he just kills like 50 guys for no yeah. real reason. Yeah, I guess, fair point. Now, misogyny. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it in this movie. Uh, did, like, some yeah, of it's even unintentional. Misogyny that <laughs> uh, the, the, I, I, I will never forgive them for, for the Joss Whedon ass thing they did with Paloma, really. Yeah. Um, 
And sidelining Nomi, who, you know, the real 007 in my heart, always and forever. Um, there, there's a bit where she kicks a brute chef and then she says, down boy that like lives in my dreams. Um, you took the thing away from me, so I can't even spray myself. Uh, but like, yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's shitty to women. I think it might be the worst Craig one for this. Well, the last two have been a six, so that's really not looking good for the man. Uh, let's go out on a high note. <laughs> I, I think it might be 007. All right. That gives it a total score of 21. They cast the most women ever, and then they were just like, what do we do with them? No. <laughs> I can't that think is, of anything to do with the women. That's the highest, Craig. Um, yep. But I mean, as Bonds go, it's, it's, it's pretty middling. That, that fits with um, what I feel about it. And, and now I have to do some uh, maths because in addition to the uh, in addition to the rating for this particular film, we are now in a position to figure out who is the best Bond overall. Scientifically. Uh, so I need to do some maths. It needs to be weighted though because Lazenby would just win easily. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the scum system is scientific. Yeah, you can't, I, we'll you can't, you can't do like saber metrics right. on this. Well, you can go to killjamesbond.com slash uh, scum yeah, you, you like put them M all in a spreadsheet. system, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would have just left it as scum, but that's on me. Um, and uh, there's all the numbers there if you want to yeah, just like run these through some regression like testing. Tabulate those if you want to feed SPSS, them into a big have adding a terrible machine. Time of it. You, you're quite welcome to do that. Um, yeah, but so, we do have we do have a couple of awards that we can hand out. We do. We have the Good Night Cross and the uh, what's his name, Kronstein Rosette. Rosette. Yeah, no Kaufman. Sorry, Paloma. Nah, I I I submit for the Kronstein Rosette the guys who stayed mopping a puddle. (laughs) Yeah, through through a gunfight. I'm sorry, the Kronstein Rosette for the person who goes above and beyond in the cause of killing James Bond has Uh. to for the second time in a row go to James Bond. Yes, yes, you're right. that's literally true. The, the previous time he got it for trying to strangle the pilot of a helicopter he was a passenger in. That's the best shit he's ever and, done and, to and, 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 and now for, for calling in an artillery strike on his own position rather the than pay child support. He finds out he has a child. <laughs> like, just like, yeah, it's, it's, time to, it's time to start the killing of me by me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kronstein Rosette to James Bond. God damn. Good night, Cross. Know me? 007 brackets real? I mean... I mean, she doesn't really do anything. No. Which isn't her fault, but she doesn't really do can, anything. Can we, can we, can we like, refuse to movie. award one in protest? Yeah, we did that one time. Hugh Dennis. We did that to Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Hugh, Hugh Dennis for his sterling Most service. Most reward to on, on, Hugh, on Dennis Hugh Dennis. Getting domed off um, <laughs> yeah. by Obrachev. Yes. Yeah. Well, and of course this movie this movie does undercut everything that we've just said about James Bond because in the credits it hits you with a 25 years of James Bond, James Bond will return, which means our quest our quest is an unceasing one. It's the 25th movie. Um and so we are now in a position though. If mm. you want to hear the facts. I'd love to hear the figure facts. Figure out who I is who is the best James Bond scientifically. Scientifically. Trailing in Dead last place, uh, with an average score of twenty-three. Oh, it's Sean Connery. Yep, reasonable. <laughs> um, L, Mr. Bond. <laughs> Second to last, 
Surprisingly, the maggot's not helping. It's Timothy Dalton no! with an average of 19. Oh <laughs> boy. Our boy with a license to reel. Just, just. We'll release that shirt at some point. It's coming. Just Sorry. ahead of Dalton with an average score of 18.5. It's Pierce Brosnan. We won't release that shirt. Just ahead of <laughs> yeah. that. Yes, we will. Yes, only, we will. With only 18 points, it's David Niven. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, David. It is now the time of the concert, which I reserve for Debussy. But now, now we go to the podium with our, with our top three bonds. Uh, in third place is a man who had the worst James Bond film and the best James Bond film. Land of Contrasts. He's a land of contrast. He had Live and Let Die and he had View to a Kill, which is still, by the way, the best film. Uh, but the bronze medal goes to Roger Moore. Fuck yeah. I fucking love Roger Moore. <laughs> you wouldn't put me on a podium. I'm just a little birthday oh, boy. <laughs> It wasn't woman. that racist. <laughs> I sound like my old French teacher. It wasn't that racist. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, our, silver, uh, our silver medal winner, definitely not doing so good at the end there, but doing good overall with an average score of 16. It is Daniel Craig. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Which means, of course, that the best James Bond with an average scum score of eight by virtue of the fact that he only did one film and Get it was pretty bricks. good. It's George Lazenby. Oh! Australian Bond. Best Bond. Well, that sort of leads us into, leads us into closing remarks. The, um, shit. Well, the Bond is dead. The new Bond struggles long to be live, cast. Long live the new Bond. Yeah. Uh, now it's the time of Jason Bourne again. <laughs> hey, I what actually, the fuck are we going to do with the Bond? <laughs> uh, I actually do know an actor who has been offered the role of James Bond and has turned it down. I think I know this one yeah. as well. Yeah, it was Abigail Thorne. <laughs> should ask me. <laughs> so, I so, mean, uh, what's, what's to be said before we, we, we put Bond in Davy Jones' locker where he belongs, where you give him his real naval funeral and then become some other podcast. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm tremendously grateful for, for the opportunity to do this because it never feels like work recording and, and being on stage with my friends and with all of you listening. And it's, it's, hooting it's, crowd. it's doesn't it's, really feel like work. It's so good to, to see you all in person. But also, I, I feel that this, this movie, it's achieved sort of my personal objective for it, which is it's given me a sort of and a language to, to describe something which is sort of resident myself, which is like, if I'm being quite, quite isolative and I'm, I'm being quite dramatic about it and I'm being like, no, actually I am going to sulk and I am going to act like some sort of like, you know, piece of raw concrete or some like, you know, tide washed rock or whatever that's very dark and cold and distant, then I can be like, oh, I'm just acting like James Bond and I don't like this. And the thing that occurs to me is that uh, transition like didn't didn't kill that they didn't like remove it entirely but what it did do was it, it it transformed it into something different and something that i'm still sort of feeling out the contours of and it's the same thing that happens to james bond in this movie where he was still this you know this piece of like tide washed debris or whatever but it, you know you contain sort of pockets that allow for like warmth and 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 love and affection and family and um of course that's that's unsustainable for james bond it's why they have to kill him um and it's 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 why i, I wrote down in my notes you know the easier way to do all of this shit is to transition your damn gender. 
so James Bond, James Bond is dead, uh, and and we have killed him successfully. But all, all of us who have who have killed the James Bond in our heads, we 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 continue, uh, and we we get to return in a way that James Bond is cursed to not do. Do you have any words, Matt? Yeah, only to echo that really, and and say that it's uh, yeah, we <laughs> we we started out with a mission for this podcast to be kind of like a little bit of free therapy, um, because mm-hmm. you know Alice and I, what especially, do you all think about when you jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> there will if be a any survey. Of you say us, if there, any of you say us, we will kick there, you there out. Will you will ever look at me again, I'll break your spine. Get their ass. But yeah, I don't um, know who said that. Don't worry. I like <laughs> this has been like a kind of a little bit of like free therapy because Alice and I, especially, um, we had childhoods where we were told to like look up to James Bond. It's oh, like yeah. this is what you're meant to be. We literally um, had a blood-stained Union flag yeah. that was used as Shackleton's coffin drape yeah. in my school. I remember being told when I was like 16, they were like, "You will play James Bond someday. That will be like the height of your life." Yeah. And I was like, "I don't want to do anything like that, actually." So it's been really good to kind of like exorcise this demon and like let go of this ideal that we don't need to be because we're better off the way that we are. And I'm very grateful in particular to the two of you for being on me <laughs> with with many journeys, but this podcast especially as well. It it's, has been it's such like, a pleasure. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I could not have done any of this without you two. Thank you so much. That's genuinely very affecting. <laughs> I I have no real intention to follow that um, <laughs> because that was too nice and I don't want to be vulnerable to any of you just in case you start getting ideas. Absolutely. Um, so all I'll say is I started this podcast with two of my dearest friends in the world with the yep. express purpose of getting some fucking money. And you know what? <laughs> I've done pretty okay with that. So um, overarchingly, I'm going to keep doing this podcast until it stops getting me money. Absolutely. <laughs> because I really like being able to live and this helps me do it. Yes, it was, thank, it was thank, kind thank of you. funny that you just DM'd us and were like, you know. The ideal number of hosts for a true. podcast is three. Three the most is the magic number. message I've ever sent, right? We were in a group chat together to sort of do like Operation Transgend. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they were just discussing the fucking James Bond podcast that the two of them were going to do. And I was like, hey, you know what? And it, and, it, and it made the podcast immeasurably better. The shit doesn't you work could, without you. You have me you. as well. <laughs> and I'm here now, baby, and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Thank genuinely. Okay, I'll be a little vulnerable. Thank you genuinely to every single one of you. This has been wonderful. Yes. Uh, ne- never, never speak to us. <laughs> if you see me in the street, simply go, "Hello, Devon," and I'll and go. We, we, and then we will continue walking. We, we 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 look forward to doing more episodes. Hopefully, more live shows. My my thinking my thinking for live shows is I only want to do live shows that we can dress up for. So it's Top Gun, Master and Commander. Uh, um, I'm going to get that Siberian bear fighting costume (laughs) (laughs) The Revenant Things of this nature That's a good one I'm going to add that to the list In in the meantime We as always have been Kill James Bond Thank you so much for being here Good night (laughs) 